Cult Collectibles is the number one site for historical items from the People's Temple, Heaven's Gate, Om Shinrikyo, and many other cults that you never even knew existed. Hundreds of hours of work have gone into curating our collection of unique and one-of-a-kind items from the dark history of these groups. We also have a large selection of true crime memorabilia from such notorious cases as Edmund Kemper, Jeffrey Dahmer, Charles Manson, and many more. We add new items to the site every week and post sales and auctions on our Instagram at Cult Collectibles. So visit us on the web at cultcollectibles.org today. Hey, this is Stephen Byer from Modern Films, and you're listening to Sick on Cinema. everybody and welcome to sick on cinema i'm one half of your i don't drink no tea podcasters john i'm your other half matt and today we are exploring the world of classic erotica once again porn has been a theme in this podcast for the last few weeks it's been the theme yeah. in my life for the past year what the hell did i end up here <laughs> you're welcome hey, of course <laughs> I grew up in a nice Catholic house, and now I have to look at filth all day. <laughs> and as you can hear, we are joined by none other, the man, the myth, the legend. He loves margarine, and he hates metal. It's spooky celluloid. <laughs> if any one of you motherfuckers says anything nice about butter, we're going to have a problem. You admitted you didn't have guns, so I'm not worried. And if That's I have true. to go to fucking Tennessee and knock on every goddamn door, I will. <laughs> So you better fucking put some respect on margarine. <laughs> it's healthier. It's le- it spreads easier. And the I don't know. It's artificial. Yeah, it's artificial. Like everything <laughs> good in life. <laughs> Fuck margarine. <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> I'm good, right? It's only like 12 hours. I'm fucking down. I've got my fucking passport. I've got gang, my gang. COVID vaccines. I got my guns. I got my drugs. Oh, sorry, DA. I didn't say that. Cross the border, baby. Yeah. You get to the border, they're like, what uh what business you got down here in America? Like murder. Yeah, murder. <laughs> I'm gonna kill myself some southerners. They're like, all right, cool. <laughs> go for you're, it. You're in. So, Spooky, <laughs> how have you been since the last episode? And I promise one day we'll have you on the show where we not are talking about pornography. I mean, you guys talked about Bible Black, and I'd be—I don't care about porn. I—I've <laughs> watched. I've been watching it since I was eleven. It's—it's practically—it's part of life. It's part of everybody's life. It's—it's it's been part of my life for the past uh, year, and. uh 
I don't regret regret a thing, but uh, it did bring out some uh, interesting people in the way. <laughs> the thing about like you know we bring up the Baba Black thing, it's like just the clips. Like every time I see a picture of that, it's like it's super nostalgic. It's like I remember like discovering it, and be like this is the weirdest thing I've ever seen at that time. Now I've seen much weirder, but at the time it fucked me up. <laughs> I think how I like. Oh, I discovered Bible Black was I was uh, when I was younger. I only watched like hentai, but like yeah. Newgrounds hentai. Yeah, and I saw like a Naruto parody where the girl grew a dick, <laughs> and honestly thought to myself that girls could grow dicks for a while. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> now with the wonder of science, they can, but back then I didn't know. So, <laughs> so I was confused and then it led me to like some sketchy websites and then Bible Black and the dub, which... The dub. Yeah. Anyone, Only the dub. Even if you watch any anime from like the 80s or 90s, it's got to be dubbed, no matter how bad. It, it, it has. I mean, the dub just makes it worth it. <laughs> But what have you been up to, Spooky, since we uh, last did you? are blowing up on YouTube. I've seen it. <laughs> yeah, I've been just doing uh, doing the YouTube thing uh, in between uh, working and school. And now my second semester is uh, over in the sense that I don't have classes. So I can uh, get up to my, uh, have more time there to do my YouTube things just because it's been hectic. And I've got a big project coming this summer. So just uh, teasing the teasing the listeners a little bit, Ooh. and I've got a new cat, which is fucking annoying because she's she's in heat right now. <laughs> so if uh, the sound uh, if she ever comes up, uh, I apologize for the listeners. It's only fitting for the cat to be horny on the episode where we talk about porn, right? <laughs> that's that's true. I mean, <laughs> yeah, we've been late a little bit. We are talking roughies for the first time in a while. When was the last episode, Matt? Uh, the last episode we ever did before we came back. Oh yeah, that was the last yeah. episode before the break. And hopefully, uh, it won't happen again. <laughs> Salute. <laughs> Old school, sick on cinema. The first Rafi episode is legendary. That's oh my god, Matt, that's a young, young face, innocent, <laughs> screaming at his brother's truck during the Adam Albert episode. Oh my fucking god, that's 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 the moment of the lifetime for me. Oh, my. oh, oh go sorry. Ahead. Go ahead. Another moment for me was probably talking about that fucking bug that flew in my room that was the size of a damn phone. Oh, yeah. I it started watching West back then. Oh god! But we got a few questions to get to that we probably should roll out into. So questions, comments, and concerns can be sent to sickoncinema at gmail.com. And if you would like to join these lovely people, you can do so by waiting to the week of the episode. It's a bi-weekly podcast. And we'll post a lovely little poster made by Matt over here. And uh, it says we're taking questions. You can add in the comments, or you can go to sickoncinema at gmail.com and shoot us an email, which nobody ever does, but it's all good. Fair enough. And I'm sure I will be butchering people's usernames, so let's go. Uh, right at the beginning. <laughs> Meme Man Cubus? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, okay. He's uh, one of my subscribers. Favorite vomit themed film? I recently watched, how do you say this? Uh, Gir- is it the Jap? Yeah. Girasutu? 
Nailed it. And really liked it. Don't think I have watched much other vomit films, though. <laughs> Lucky. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I was trying to think. I was like, I mean, like, Barf Bunny, of course, I think is really good. Yeah, yeah. I think that one's, like, of the vomit films I've seen that didn't, like, that didn't disgust me, like, because... All the movie, uh, all the vomit films I've reviewed on my channel, which, uh, by the way, just want to flex, I've reviewed more vomit films than Cinema's Underbelly. Oh, <laughs> so and uh, but two of them were like Japanese porns, so those weren't a uh, great, terrible meal and uh, <laughs> something I don't remember. The goddamn what the fuck did you drop? Yeah, what just uh, happened? Uh, uh, she dropped some uh, some camera equipment. That's good. Uh, anyways, <laughs> uh, so yeah. Oh my uh, god! Like so, yeah. Probably of the fluid fields and um, uh, barf bunny are probably the two best ones I've seen recently. I was trying to think of something a little more obscure, like. And it's not necessarily, I wouldn't call it a puke film, but there's a lot of puke in it. Uh, Singapore Sling, I think, is a very good movie. It's got a lot of vomit in it. I've, uh, I haven't seen that one yet. I've heard about it because I think it's a Cat 3, or is it? It's American? a Greek film, I think. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, Synapse put it out. I, I re- I've always really liked it and try to champion it. Matt, uh, what about you, buddy? Uh, I mean, it's pr- when it comes to just like just vomit movies, probably like Bar Bunny. Bar but- Bunny. I mean, of course, you got you know the uh, the Lucifer Valentine stuff. As I see, you yeah. cringe as I say that. <laughs> <laughs> well, some unsavory things have been said about that man. So yeah, I know. But uh, and of those, if I would recommend one, probably regurgitated. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh- I was uh, thinking about doing these for those on my channel, but uh, the uh, not it's not the controversy with Lucifer that turns me off. It's really the editing style. I can't yeah. really do those. Uh, well, as you guys saw in my last video, the music to kind of uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it sounds like fucking Sylvester Stallone with like his fifth stroke there. Shit on fluids, man. Come on now. <laughs> fluids is king. Ah, dude. I didn't expect it and then just fucking came up and I'm like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> well, for me, the, the entire movie of Fluid Fields was like that. It was just like, all right, hit play. <laughs> and then it's fucking over. I'm like, what the fuck? I actually really like Fluid Fields, though. Like, it's one of my favorite Sam Hell films, actually. Yeah, I liked it. And the music for the most part is really good. I think it's uh, Sex Android and some other band and like it's experimental techno and it's really good. And then you get to the (laughs) 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 and it's like, by the way, isn't that song? If you want to look it up. Oh, yeah. You can very I'm sure spooky was looked that up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My favorite part of the that type of music is you can really differentiate the songs. The <laughs> fucking what anal cunt two is one of those bands. I oh no, we don't talk about that band. <laughs> no, what's wrong no. with anal cunt? Uh, possible racist. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> I'm he also surprised. died falling off an escalator. I think we've talked about that before. Oh. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, the guitarist fell off an escalator and fucking died. <laughs> I mean, I'm surprised with such songs as Hitler was a very sensitive man. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> see the racism coming there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
God. They have, they also have other bang uh, not bangers. Bangers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they got some slappers, dude. <laughs> they also have some their greatest hits, like I lit your baby on fire and shit like that. I uh, I know you, I, I know you guys like that kind that kind of gore grind and everything, but I just I do. <laughs> I, I just think to myself every time I see those names, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I I was 16 once, and <laughs> all I think, think is of. I didn't get into that genre of music until I was like almost 30. Oh, shit. Yeah, so like, I was an edgy 30-year-old. Let's go. <laughs> I mean, some people find golf. Some others find grindcore. Right. <laughs> Whatever the fuck. The name. So, uh, I love thank grindcore. Meme Mancubus. I think I said that right. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I think it's, I don't know, some names. Next up is JK Bitch. Thoughts about Bruce Willis retiring. Any favorite movies with him? I mean... It's kind of, I mean, like, the thing I think about is, like, how long is he, because I don't know if y'all know that he was diagnosed with some kind of, like, uh, neurological disorder. Yeah. And I'm like, how long has he had this? Because, like, I don't know if you remember the famous clip coming out of the Expendables when Sylvester Stone's like, he's fucking lazy. <laughs> like, he may have been <laughs> suffering from some kind of disease and, like, Stallone's just roasted him. My favorite Fuck. is Kevin Smith. uh because mm. uh, I think like Kevin Smith had it really bad because not like at least Bruce Willis probably has some respect for like Silverster and everything. Yeah. But I think for Kevin Smith, it was just like you're just some dumb fucking kid doing these. He did like a whole stand up special on Bruce Willis. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, all, like, I don't know. Maybe not, but no, who knows? All these years, maybe he wasn't the asshole. He was just, you know, no, I think, well. was, uh, I think he was a prick. <laughs> <laughs> I just, the disease doesn't help there but you know i think he was a bit of a prick but um bruce willis movies i mean like i kind of like what everybody likes die hard pulp fiction i read the question i, I tried to think of other movies than die hard and pulp fiction and unbreakable <laughs> oh I, like, I haven't i haven't seen that one i'm not shamalama ding dong it's kind of good. Yeah. Yeah. Shovel on my ding dong. Was he in science? No, it was Mel Gibson. <laughs> Mel Gibson. <laughs> you know, there Mel Gibson confused. fell off. <laughs> they all, they all fell off. That is, that's for true. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I like, I mean, I like Die Hard a lot. I like Pulp Fiction a lot. I think Pulp Bruce Willis just never was really my guy. Yeah, me neither. But I think Pulp Fiction was good because he was. Um, he wasn't the like dominant one there he kind of uh became the uh to use a pornographic term he kind of became the sub a little bit yeah <laughs> yeah and that was yeah. that was a breath of fresh air for him because he's always like tap typecasted as this as this tough uh tough new york cop there but mm -hmm. it was good to see him do something other plus tarantino's uh writing kind of uh i think tarantino can make any actor good yeah for sure sure John Travolta in particular. I mean, like you see that guy in anything else, you're like, "Fuck, it's true, dude cannot act." <laughs> Especially his fucking Scientology alien movie, oh, <laughs> Battlefield, Battlefield Earth. Earth. <laughs> fucking hey, that's a masterclass. What are you talking about? Oh, masterclass yeah, of shit. No, of a cult building a cult. Elron <laughs> Hubbard. Cult. <laughs> yeah, but Matt, what's your uh, what's your your? Uh, Probably like probably, it's probably Pulp Fiction, but Die Hard does go hard as fuck. Yeah, it's uh, it's a Christmas tradition in this. It's house. great, yeah. That's you know, and it does suck. You hate to see it, but you know, 
Yeah. Good on him. Hopefully he has a good laugh. Yeah, I think he was due there. I mean, the problem with these Hollywood actors is that they don't retire. Uh, yeah. So you kind of uh, get the uh, you get their career there too long, and they kind kind of yeah. Like, I mean, like let's be honest, it's all Redbox and Netflix for Bruce Willis, fucking so Robert like, De Niro and Al Pacino. <laughs> my God, oh my man. God, they all have right. destroyed their reputations. Uh, have it's... you guys seen Righteous Kill? No, <laughs> uh, Turk and Rooster, two tough Brooklyn cops. <laughs> I remember just seeing oh like my God. clips of Robert De Niro on like this not showing him like look basically he's falling asleep. I'm like that sums up the last twenty years of your career, man. <laughs> Fuck. I tried to remember when was the last like good film he was in, and I'm like, oh, I guess Machete, but he was there for like what, like yeah. Seasons? Outside of cameos, I mean, and Al Pacino's, yeah, he might be even worse, man. Him just tag teaming with Adam Sandler, like what the fuck, man? You're Al Pacino, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah, why are you with fucking Adam Sandler? Oh, grudge match was painful too. <laughs> oh my god, That's I didn't watch it, but because didn't uh, Jack Nicholson do a movie with Adam Sandler as well? Yeah, I, I think. Uh, uh, what's the other? Uh, not Robert De Niro. Uh, fuck. Uh, Al Pacino was uh, did the Dunker Dunkachino in the uh, Jack and Joe. Oh my god! <laughs> fuck, <laughs> man. That should have been in your worst movies ever. If you want to do a part two, <laughs> I don't know if I want to do a part two. <laughs> if we do a part two, it'll be years from now. <laughs> fuck that shit. <laughs> Bulk nearly fucking took my life. <laughs> I came this close after watching Bulk to painting the walls behind me with my brains. <laughs> if you guys ever make it to like uh, Joe Rogan big, you guys need to like auction off the uh, uh, farted on DVD of, uh, <laughs> for charity because I think that would be good. <laughs> Saving oh kids God. with farts. <laughs> so, uh, thank you, JK Bitch, for the question as always. Next up, we have Scum Vomit. Hmm. Scum Vomit says, what's up, dudes, and what's up, Spooky? Hope you guys are doing well. Was wondering who would win in a three-way tag team death match. Fucking death match. Yeah, fucking yeah. <laughs> Get the glass. Me and you, Matt, versus Spooky and your partner is a Gigi Allen. Yes. <laughs> versus Chris Benoit and Chris Watts. Right. Last team standing wins. Looking forward to this week's episode. Hashtag Butter Gang. Look, I, fucker. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'd be afraid of Gigi Allen and fucking uh, Benoit. The, Not the pro, fuck Chris uh, Watts. Look, he's a bitch. <laughs> I I, th- I thought about this. The only like actual fighting experience of Benoit is against women and children. So is it very? Is it? Is it Damn. really that scary? I mean, I don't know who Chris Watts is, but uh, I'll look him yeah. up. He's an asshole who killed his family in America, and it went fucking oh. all over the place. Yeah, yeah, that that's guy. a hell of a tag team. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, we've got the um, the sick on cinema crew. The I guess I guess I'm the shit puke guy. Is that why um, they put you with Gigi? <laughs> I guess, I guess, and against the uh, wife and kids killer, which wife and kids killer are easy they're they're a bunch of cowards so it's going to be between you me and gg and i think gg can beat you guys just by the fear factor yeah, yeah. that's true definitely Plus, i'm very easy to convince give me five minutes with the man and i'll start throwing my shit <laughs> <laughs> the only thing is like he may end up trying to fight you 
That's the thing. <laughs> it depends. Are we talking Gigi Allen now? Because I'm not scared of. Uh, well, <laughs> Gigi Allen now is fucking dead. <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, if he starts like trying to beat me, I'll just give him heroin and he'll go fucking overdose in New York. <laughs> okay. I got real obsessed with Gigi Allen one time. I did like, too. Like, I was like, I went down a mad rabbit hole and like I was finding all kind of clips of Gigi Allen and. I don't know, man. Like, there's this weird like cult about him, and you like oh you listen God. to music. It's it's shit. <laughs> it's fun shit, but it's shit. Yeah, I mean, I, my favorite is probably his interview with like some old British lady. <laughs> is that the one where he's like talking about kids? Like they love me. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> like they, the GG. I wouldn't say that, buddy. Like I have a question for you guys. Who's the worst musician, Gigi or um, Charles Manson? I, I I'm going Gigi because Charles Manson actually wrote some decent songs. Yeah. He wrote one. Uh, Look I, at your game, songs girl. are okay. Those songs I, are okay. What was it? Garbage. Uh, oh, garbage oh, dump. Yeah. I love garbage dump. That's <laughs> oh, <fucking> garbage dump. <laughs> But uh, Gigi, I mean, like, he wrote a couple good songs, too. But, like, once he started getting to, like, the whole, like, here's my shtick. Yeah, because I listened to some of his earlier stuff, and it was very, like, it's good experimental early, like, metal. And I I, I am down for, like, but once he got, like, people just went to see him for his. Expose yourself to kids before it's too late. (laughs) (laughs) Shit like that. It's like, man. So fucked up. I mean, with that logic, he could have been a priest. (laughs) (laughs) Roast mode. (laughs) I'm sorry if there's there's priests listening. I I apologize. (laughs) I've I've offended you. (laughs) (laughs) We actually know a priest. Yeah, we do. He goes to wrestling shows. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Fucking Tennessee, man. Yeah, man. (laughs) Like, he's, like, been to the Vatican and shit, and, like, he goes to Newport and watches wrestling with us. (laughs) Uh, I mean, he's kind of weird, but he's cool, I guess. Yeah, hot, sweaty men are just <laughs> just break the. Uh, he really stuff. enjoys taking pictures with the ladies. Uh, yeah, I've noticed uh, that. Mm, <laughs> I'm not gonna accuse him of nothing, but he's he's all right. Yeah. Don't accuse him of nothing, as you secretly no. accuse him of something. <laughs> I mean, we had a priest when I was younger, which driving his convertible, and he was pretty cool. <laughs> I don't know. Damn, he was rolling hot. Yeah, well, it was a it was a Miata there. Calm the fuck down, John. <laughs> oh my god! The priest is riding his Mercedes and fucking. I listening to Ice Cube. Fuck. <laughs> did, did we even fucking uh, answer the question? Yeah, the tag team match. Gigi's yeah, winning, yeah. like over everybody. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. We may all be down by the end of the match, yeah. but Gigi's winning. I mean. I'm just, I don't want to insult you guys, but us three aren't especially athletes. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I'm far book. from it. Yeah, me and Matt there with her smoker's lung. <laughs> Years of cigarettes. Cigarette. I started smoking <laughs> cigarettes again. Fuck. Oh, oh well. It, it happens. I never really stopped. Let's be honest. <laughs> Next up, we have Fawn's Bot. Fawn's Bot. 
You are able to travel in time to stop one serial killer. Who do you stop? Megadeth sucks. Hashtag Butter Gang for life. Butter Gang. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Damn, son. Butter Gang up. Woo-woo. Just take, uh, sorry, I forgot this was audio. I have weapons here. <laughs> we could be like, the Butter Gang could be like the Juggalos, but we paint our face with butter instead of makeup. That would just cause <laughs> acne. <laughs> Just fucking mass acne. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Fuck. So who are you stopping? What serial killer are you stopping? Oh, my God. None of them. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) The only thing I could think of, like, what I was thinking about was, like, maybe Manson, just because it's, like, you know, that that started a spiral out of control for both, of course, Sharon Tate. I mean, she got a free abortion out of it. Oh. <laughs> and it was pro- it was illegal at the time, so that's, that's true. A win in my books, and then you know Roman Polanski, and I'm not gonna sit here and be like, oh, Manson made him a pedophile, <laughs> but it couldn't have helped. <laughs> Why did he move pedophile. to France suddenly? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so that'd be my pick. We well, I hate to tell you this, John, but Manson's, well, actually, he's not a serial <laughs> oh. killer. <laughs> well, actually, Manson never really killed anybody. <laughs> I mean. In fact, he shouldn't have even been in jail. <laughs> That's bullshit, but. <laughs> we did that man dirty. He did the, he did the <laughs> Lord's work. We railroaded him, dude. <laughs> he railroaded him. Was that Netflix documented to drop? <laughs> it was MK Ultra all along. Yeah, according oh to Netflix, Gacy didn't do nothing wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Henry Lucas didn't do nothing wrong. He oh was a good God. man with a good heart. Uh, if I'm stopping anyone, it's probably BTK. Fuck that bastard. That's Dennis hey. Rodman, right? <laughs> Not Rodman. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's Rodman. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it's not Kim Jong Hills, buddy. No. Oh my god! Well, you know, who knows what he's doing in his spare time? So, <laughs> but yeah, Dennis Rader, man, he's just—he just cut like even if he wasn't a serial killer, he's just an annoying fucking prick. <laughs> so I'd want honestly, I just want to fight him. I mean, in a fucking cage match. Do you ever see the movie where uh, Kane Hodder played BTK? Oh Is my that god, the Umi Lamel one. I don't know if it was a wheelie bell. Okay. There was like a new string, like after Uwe, we got done with all the serial killers. They started okay. doing serial killers again on Lionsgate, and like Kane Hodder played them all. <laughs> he played Ed Gein for fuck's sakes. Yeah, Dennis Ryder, and. And I'm like, what the fuck? It's the same thing. You look at a picture of Dennis Ryder, and then you look at Kane Hodder, they look nothing alike. <laughs> So it's not gonna work in the least because BDK was this fucking just dad looking fucker. Yeah. And yeah. then here's Kane Hodder, who's this fucking yoked motherfucker who played Jason. And it's yeah. like, no, that doesn't work at all. Fucking dumb bullshit. Yeah, I I think just like did he get the death penalty penalty BTK? No. When you're a serial killer, you can't be pretentious. I'm sorry, fucking. <laughs> oh my god, shit! He would write fucking letters to people and be like, "Oh, why didn't you show up? Why didn't you come?" <laughs> fucking. He's a fucking incel before the incel. Good. Thing yeah, he, he really was. Fair enough. 
He'd also like tie himself up, like he was such a sub oh. that he domed his own self. Yeah, like, that's impressive. Like that's, that's a meta shit right there, dude. Yeah, <laughs> I think just bad that, didn't... we should release him. <laughs> Too bad he didn't choke himself to fucking death. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that motherfucker. Could've, I mean, you should hate all serial killers, Matt. I'm just gonna call this out there. Oh well, yeah, <laughs> but he especially him, especially Special. Dennis Rader, really like laying on him. No. Fuck him! Yeah. I like, <laughs> I like to fucking tie his ass up and beat his fucking shit in. BTK breaking my house and mommy you can't save me. <laughs> I'll tie his ass up. Yes, I'm gonna fuck you, ass. <laughs> We're on one. Oh my god! <laughs> fuck that so, uh, bastard! Yeah. yeah. I think Thanks, Fonzbot. Uh, for myself, uh, oh, yeah. uh, sorry guys, I didn't. Yeah, go ahead. I thought of a. I'm. Th- uh, I I I I think the Ken and Barbie there, the Ken and Barbie killer. I have to go. Oh yeah. For my country, and I just I, at the same time no because they showed like how little like how shit our judicial system was in Canada by her being completely free and uh, working with children after she was released so (laughs) but at the same time yeah those two were uh, Paul Bernardo especially yeah oh he had like a rap career what oh yeah yeah he did yeah yeah. well it wasn't successful well no 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 they they rarely are (laughs) (laughs) yeah right he was a pioneer SoundCloud didn't exist yet Like yeah, that, he literally wanted to be like Vanilla Ice. Yeah, that was his biggest inspiration. And in stab, stab, baby, <laughs> stab, stab, baby. <laughs> he should have been arrested just for that. Yeah, right. That's <laughs> fucked yeah. up, man. But, like he had a, like a song called like Invisible Darkness. It's like it means the same fucking thing. <laughs> Dumb bastard. <laughs> is, is he dead? No, 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 we don't have the death penalty here. He's a. Uh, okay, co- He's cozy. He's fucking cozy. Someone should beat his ass to death. Is he still oh, rapping he... to this day? Oh, wait. No, I think he did die. Sorry. <laughs> I think someone actually uh, followed your advice. Oh, oh hell no. yeah. No, no, because his... Um... No, because recently his uh, parole was up, so... Um... Oh. Yeah. Oh, don't worry. He's still there for... <laughs> I mean, it's in Canada. The guy that fucking murdered someone on a train got out after two years, so I wouldn't have been surprised. Yeah, I, they... saw, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. There's Damn. a later question that you'll just be like, "Yeah, Canada, their uh, ju- judicial system kind of really fucking blows." <laughs> yeah, yeah. True crime podcast loves shit on Canada's uh, Canada's uh, judicial system. Our cops are half witted. Uh, they don't want to work. Uh, I Paul Bernardo, I think, raped sixteen women in like a brief period, and they could identify him, but they never. The cops never fucking made an effort. Oh my god! Like all of that could have been easily prevented, but Canada, fuck man, they're yeah. Our cops are lazy. Our judges are too busy arresting people for making jokes, and it's fucking ridiculous. I mean, yeah. So, I mean, you mean what? I mean, it, it, I mean, that's just the way, that's just the way it is, you know? I mean, I I, I sort of add something, but my brain just like 
fucking collapsed in on itself. <laughs> it imploded. Yeah. It's it just like, the <laughs> thing you do on the uh, bulk DVD. <laughs> it shit it. Damn. It shit it itself. <laughs> Next up, we have Ultra Violent Simoderny. I destroyed that. Damn. And their question is why is their page your favorite account? Well, get yourselves over, son. <laughs> I actually do follow them. I'll, I'll yeah. give them some okay. love. Um, they post movies I've never fucking heard of before, and it's kind of cool to look at and see shit That's that I'm probably never going to be able to see, but know it exists. And it's all around the world, and uh, yeah, it's pretty interesting. Some good screenshots. I'm surprised this page is still up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do, I, do I follow his account? No, no. I think I, I think I'm on. I believe they also have Hentai. As their yeah. uh yeah oh whoa they changed it and it is way more graphic than it was oh yeah oh yeah. my god the, fu- <laughs> the funny thing is uh, he's French but from France and uh, when we DM we DM in English which is ridiculous because <laughs> we both speak French so why don't we just speak our native fucking <laughs> <language>? <laughs> that's awesome oh my god that's fucking great yeah it is a cool account I recommend actually going follow that even Matt was trying to be a hater. I'm not being a hater. I was just, I'm just fucking around. Sorry. What do you have against the French, Matt? Yeah, Matt. <laughs> I got nothing against the French. Tell us why you don't like Gene Rowland films. Yeah, because I've never <laughs> seen one. Yeah, you have. We watched Iron Rose together a long time ago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what do you think, Matt? I liked it. Uh, it was yeah, a good movie. You, you sure? You sure? Yeah. You don't want to yeah. hate the French even more? I don't hate the fucking French. <laughs> What are you gonna say? Baguettes suck. <laughs> this this is a slander campaign. <laughs> Matt's only connection to the French is the Quebecers from WWF back in the day. Oh, uh, Jacques Rougeau. Jacques Rougeau, Jacques yes. Rougeau. <laughs> and Raymond Rougeau. His uh, his father would uh, do uh, wrestling matches outside a church in like the fifties. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's fucking sick. Yeah, that is he sick. was a pioneer. Wrestling for the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that exists. Bomb. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Next up we have the boy at Future Productions. Hey yo. Hey yo. First a question for all three of you. What true crime case left an impact on you and who is your favorite serial killer? We'll start there. Hmm. Uh, kids. Was it? Anthill kids. Oh, yeah. the kids. Uh, again, got to give some props to my fucked up neighbors. <laughs> uh, I yeah. finally got that book signed. Yeah, that's Why am I talking you... like Stone Cold? <laughs> <laughs> I got to fucking stop. Uh, hell yeah. <laughs> Fuck. That's just Matt's new persona moment. now. I'm just stuck it gets in worse it. every episode. Like next episode, it just opens up. It's like, let me tell you something, you son of a bitch. <laughs> You sanctimonious son of a bitch. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Continue. Yeah, sorry, Spooky. Go ahead. Because no, no, uh, I, I listened to the last podcast on the left episode on the Entail Kids, and uh, I didn't really know anything other than it happened. And um, yeah, it's just, it's my favorite case because Rock Moïse Theriot, the leader, was not particularly char- uh, charming. Like all the traits of the cult leader, he didn't really have. Mm. 
and i think it's it's the same case right as every cult leader it's just it was very um uh, people with already like in trouble plus it was like hippie times and i don't know it's just fascinating and for my favorite serial killer um me no oh shit no <laughs> that was terrible i should I'm gonna sign off, boys. Uh, I, don't later. <laughs> I, I, I have Jeffrey Dahmer's pretty. He's a standard, but the sex zombies part. When I discovered that, I'm like, that's that's my man. <laughs> He's dedicated to his nuts. Me and Matt were actually talking about that earlier too. Is like, I don't know, like Jeffrey Dahmer. I don't know if it was just kind of the first one that I was like, whoa, that's crazy fucked up you know it's not just murder there's all kinds of weird shit to it and like him basically like hiding in plain sight he's probably the guy that i've always been the most fascinated with as far as one that left an impact on me oh um i remember reading a book about david parker ray the toy box murders and uh how he basically made like a mobile sex dungeon and would like electrocute like women's like genitals and like let dogs have sex with them and stuff like that and being like (laughs) This is the most fucked up shit I've ever heard in my life. Like, you know, like, this is insane. So, yeah, that would probably be the most impact because I was, like, sitting in, like, my car in between classes when I was going to college and just being like, huh, wow, people suck. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know this dog sex part. Yeah. It's fucked up. And he, like, had a, a recording that he would play, like, after he kidnapped him. Like, he'd leave him in this, like, dark room and he'd be like, hello, bitch. And, like, basically tell him everything that's going to happen to him. And I'm like, like fucking is... saw. Yeah, Jesus it's fucked Christ. up, man. Uh, How about you, Matty boy? Oh, fuck. What was his? I can't remember his name. That he can't I... be your favorite. I can well, assure it's not you my it's... favorite. <laughs> I, I can assure one thing. It, he won't be French. Oh, <laughs> well, he ain't French, but back to Stone Cold. Uh, <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> we do this so much off air that it's just become me. I hate it. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Fuck! Oh, what the fuck? Wesley, this is not my favorite. This is one that had a fucking like a horrific impact on me. Uh, Wesley Allen Dodd. Oh yeah, who's he? Was essentially. A uh, he was like Jeffrey Dahmer, but to kids. However, I will throw out there wasn't Jeffrey Dahmer technically Jeffrey Dahmer for kids. Uh, we're talking like under like ten, bro. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Wait, did he try to make six zombies with kids? He wanted to, yeah. Like he had journals like with everything. Like, oh god, it's so fucked up. That's yeah, like it's one of those stories. When I heard it, I was like fucking staring off into the void. <laughs> Just hoping that God would take me away from this place. That's how I felt when I was listening to Mangala. Oh my oh, God. Oh, yes. Mangala's fucked, man. Uh, I think that's like the one that had the most impact on me because technically he's. Uh, technically, yeah. You know, I'm, I mean, he didn't. <laughs> it's the same way, right? Manson, like, didn't mm. technically kill, but I mean, <laughs> he. he um, he mass produced genocide, which is because uh, I, I that's actually the part I am I'm writing an essay on this because the Japanese murdered over 20 million Chinese. Yeah. <laughs> but the um, why we stick with the Holocaust so much is because it was mass produced, right? Basically, the the Ford, the Ford kind of way, you know, the mm. machining of genocide, and that's I think that's why uh, it was so fucked up because the Japanese killing the Chinese was just human brutality without any reason. 
Yeah. The Holocaust was almost like industrial revolution. Exactly. Like, it was the genocide. It's like insane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. Honestly, now that you think about it, well, now that you say that, uh, yeah, I mean, that's probably the one that probably had the most impact on me having to do uh, a school project in like fourth grade on the Holocaust <laughs> and then being exposed to fucking fourth atrocities. Grade. Dude, I'm not even joking. It was like, it was like fourth, fifth grade, some shit like that. And I was like going online for information and just seeing bodies upon bodies. Oh yeah, the pictures. That's the original mixtapes. <laughs> yeah, it's like true. Yeah, like for real. Like that's like history, like books in like school. Like when you get to the Holocaust section, it's kind of like the original like traces of death for you. Yeah, like the yeah. first time you're exposed to like crazy like imagery that you were not expecting. <laughs> it's so fucking horrific. So to go from that fun to uh, a completely juxtaposition question. Next, a question for Spooky Celluloid. Being from Canada, what are your thoughts on poutine? Do you like it? Also, is there such thing as poutine-related pornography in your country? <laughs> Seems like an untapped market. First things first, um, uh, uh, gravy isn't a good lubricant. I've tried. And, uh, <laughs> no, uh, poutine is great. It's uh, one of the only good fast food to come out of canada except if you any of you guys come to canada if you and if you want to eat a poutine please do not go to an american chain restaurant because like they always do they butcher everything <laughs> and the worst is kfc poutine oh. so, you know the chicken gravy they use yeah oh so first of all you guys know what poutine is yeah 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 okay, yeah so it's fries cheese curds and gravy they gravy, use yep. chicken gravy on the they're already <laughs> shitty fucking fries and oh, some fuck. shit ass low grade fucking cheese so if you want a good poutine you you go to either eastern ontario or quebec uh go meet jacques rougeau eat a poutine with him and you go oh, yeah. to any little rinky dinky sh- shitty looking um uh what do we call them uh we call them chip stands so they're like these truck food trucks on the side of like highways they look horrible but you'll eat the best poutine ever uh and it's amazing and for the poutine porn there's none that i know um (laughs) gusso milk kind of had like poutine gravy feeling yeah uh, it did in it (laughs) Uh, but there is such a thing as maple syrup porn whoa (laughs) and it's not what you think so basically in quebec it was pretty catholic up until 1965 and then there was like a quiet revolution and then the clergy went out of the government and it gave uh it opened the floodgates for film producers to start doing some edgier more um transgressive things and the first thing they did was these softcore sex comedies uh, and then people from the states started to call them maple syrup porn because they were from canada so that's a fun thing fun fact the more you know yeah and i was yeah (laughs) and i was thinking of doing a video on it because the it it kind of became infamous and uh people were outraged and then you watch them today right and they're just innocent 60s sex comedies Mm. probably the same thing uh, the american maids with their sexploitation film yeah like the um the nudie cuties i think is what they called them exactly lewis and stuff like that basically nudie cuties but with snow yeah interesting 
And Thank you, Future Productions, by the way. And by the way, beautiful French Canadian girls, they're the best. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Uh, next up is Hal Monostone. Now that I know how to pronounce that correctly. Hiya from, it. Shut up. Hiya <laughs> from the dark side of the freezing moon. <laughs> I bet this episode will be pretty spooky and filled with lots of butter. Mm. <laughs> butter gag. This time I have two questions. What is the funniest movie you have ever seen? I don't. That's tough. I don't watch comedies. You don't watch any comedies? I I mean, I have an answer, and I think, Matt, it's probably our generation. Uh, <laughs> uh, super bad. Super bad, yeah. It's probably I actually my... have not seen that yet. Okay, because it's my favorite uh, comedy ever, and it's more um, dialogue-based than anything else, and it's great. Back when Seth Rogen was uh, good. Before he got killed <laughs> by uh, Kevin Smith. Yeah. Oh my god. Before he moved to LA. <laughs> when he was still Canadian. <laughs> For some reason, the first thing that popped in my head, and it's definitely not the funniest movie I've ever seen, but it's definitely one of the funniest moments I've ever seen in a movie. Um, is from um Shakes the Clown by Bobcat's Goldway. Oh my god. The opening scene when he lost the cigar, it blows up in his face. I laughed harder at that and I haven't eaten anything in a long damn time. <laughs> I, I'm so glad uh Bobcat Goldwaith is an amazing filmmaker. Who's he is, underrated. dude. Like, God Bless America was one of my favorite movies for a while. That movie's great, and also World's Greatest Dad with Robin Williams is great. Oh, that was so fuck. And the, the, the dog fucking one? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I actually think we should do an episode on Bobcat Goldwaith. You guys should. We could, yeah. Because he's great, and like his stuff I think fits pretty well. It's yeah. super outsider stuff. It would light the mood. And his documentaries. I don't mm-hmm. know if you guys saw his uh, on um, that Boston comedian there. I don't think I've seen his documentary okay. stuff. So so it's a Boston comedian. It's, it's a documentary about comedy. And then in the middle, so it's not a spoiler, he announces that he was molested by a priest when he was young. And then the movie, t- the documentary takes a dark turn. <laughs> Whoa, fuck, yeah. <laughs> Some... I don't know. He's a great filmmaker, man. I think he's very underrated. Yeah. Uh, funny, funniest movie. Oh, my God. I mean, that scene, Shakes the Cloud, had me fucking rolling. But... <laughs> I do wish the rest of the movie was as funny as that scene because it's still funny, but it's not that. It's just, it's peaked too strong. Yeah. You know, yeah. like it started too hot. I think that's like my least favorite from him, but it was also his first, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have to like I have to give a, a shout out to fucking Step Brothers. Step Brothers, <laughs> I fucking adore that movie. <laughs> oh, someone's leaving. That movie, fucking <laughs> what? <laughs> you don't like Step Brothers? No, no. Oh, well, that's fine. Yeah. Well, I like Anchor Man, so <laughs> yeah. I don't like uh, <laughs> that guy there, Will Ferrell. Fuck him. <laughs> oh, I like Will Ferrell, damn it. You got the heat on Will Ferrell. What's up with that? No, it's I understand why it's just stepbrother wasn't for me. I think it's too um isn't funny because we're supposed to be men, but we act like children. Mm, yeah. yeah. 
and I don't know some some of these types of movies, and also Will Ferrell like, kind of has a punchable face. <laughs> he does that. I will agree with that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm a big fan of Tim and Eric. Oh so, my like, god, Tim and Eric's billion dollar movie, though not as good as the show. I still thought was pretty funny. Uh, of course, the Big Lebowski. I Big Lebowski, love that yeah. movie. Yeah. But I also one last shout out for a uh, movie that made me laugh the hardest. Fucking in our garden. <laughs> you said by Andrews. Andrews. <laughs> Holy shit! What a madman! I still I need to see that movie. I haven't watched any of his. I have his no. releases, but I haven't got. I tried the other day, and then the first scene was a guy fucking a teddy bear, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm not in the mood for that. It's not time. <laughs> yeah, so you gotta be uh, ready for that. Yeah, like. I mean, I watched the documentary about him, and he looks very interesting. Just that night, I'm like, I'm gonna watch something uh, more um, less um, less artsy. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not. Like, that's the thing is, like, I've seen a lot of clips from his movies. I've yet to sit down with like a single film, though, and I need to because, like, every time I see it, I'm like, I think I'm gonna like this. The people who've seen in our garden, the fucking water balloon scene. You show me the water balloon scene. I nearly fucking oh. My God! Can't hit me, is. motherfucker! <laughs> you can't hit me, motherfucker! And he's just butt ass naked, getting balloons tossed at him. It is so fucking funny, and the dialogue is ridiculous. Yeah, because I think you guys played a clip from it. Yes. <laughs> so I, uh, a fanboy moment. I like listened to you guys more than once. I for the first time, I'm like fully listening. And then afterwards, I, uh, I I use podcasts that I've already listened to to fall asleep. And I woke up in the middle of the night with like, because I have sleep paralysis sometimes. And the fucking clip from In Our Garden was playing. And I thought I was fucking dying because I was there in cold fucking sweats, sleep <laughs> paralysis. And all I could hear was In a Garden or whatever the fuck that song Oh, was. my God. That would be the worst way to go out. Like, it's like, in our garden, you play like, volleyball. Yeah, the volley. Yeah, I'm like, Jesse P. Andrews is my fucking per- uh, sleep paralysis demon. I mean, that's accurate. Yeah. <laughs> it's so accurate. Volleyball brought them together. Oh, my God. A rape reenactment. A rape Oh, that movie's great. I love it. Because just this documentary, you see him fucking, and the actors are like old dudes in like retirement. Uh, <laughs> yes. Trailer parks, and it's like, show your balls. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking incredible, man. And he's missing. Who knows where he is? You know? Yeah. I don't know how much I believe that necessarily. Yeah. How much of that's like kind of like just part of his lore. But um, I'm. I don't know for you guys, but I'm a big fan of Cabin Fever 2. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's, he's fucking great in it. I Again, it's a movie I have not seen yet because I'm he a piece of shit. He plays the sheriff. Yeah. I, I know he I, plays the sheriff because I was trying to... Because uh, <laughs> I was trying to explain to my mother who fucking <laughs> Giuseppe Andrews was. <laughs> and I was like, did you watch Cabin Fever? And she was like, yeah. I was like, it's, it's this dude. And she was like, I don't know that Detroit Rock City he was also in Detroit Rock City yeah yeah and she was like okay who's playing that I showed her picture and she was like I don't know who that is it's Uh, Mandela nobody remembers who Giuseppe Andrews is those types of guys are my favorite you know they they had a he had a mainstream career he did yeah and he just 
but he, he's an artist so he's like yeah you know what fuck that i'm just gonna go in trailer parks with my mini dv camera and my <laughs> tapes from fucking some pharmacy and <laughs> film an old man's balls for an hour and a half yeah oh my god just a teddy bear fucking <laughs> In, in the bathtub. Was that period piece? Oh Which one was that one? Uh, yeah, period piece. Period piece, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, Hal's next question is, what are some good extreme cinema for Easter? Easter. Subconscious Easter. cruelty. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they eat yeah. Jesus. <laughs> Literally. So, I mean. True. <laughs> I, I met the director's mother once. Really? Yeah, she's an author, and I was filming at a local um, television station, and then some older lady came in to talk about her book, and she saw my Vincent Price t-shirt, and she's like, my son really likes horror movie. I'm like, oh, cool. He works on them. Like, okay, what's his name? Uh, And then I don't remember his name. I pull up the IMDB, I'm like, he's like the DOP on some great fucking horror movie yeah like that dude's like a sick cinematographer yeah oh yeah yeah, that's his name and uh it's one of them that I really like is uh with Larry Fessenden in it um and Barbara Crampton oh uh um we're still here is that the name of that movie yeah that movie is really good like Marcus Cook did the effects on it and stuff Oh, that's why. Okay, I was yep. wondering. Yeah, uh, and it's like a throwback to Fulci. Yeah, it feels very Fulci. It's a really good movie. I ain't watched it since it came out, but I remember really, really liking it. He also, like, I think he did the DP work for uh, Hobo with the Shotgun. Uh, yes, yes. Yeah, so it was like... A Canadian production and these. Yeah. I didn't love Subconscious Cruelty. I know Matt liked it way more than I did. I liked it a lot. But they eat Jesus. Yeah. There's also uh, Feaster Sunday, which I think Matt was going to bring up. Yeah, uh, it's not necessarily extreme necessarily, but it's uh, it's an underground pretty good. It's a pretty good movie. Oh, the Rock Bottom video, guys. Yes. Easter Casket 2, Dustin Mills. Yeah, Easter Casket and oh, Dustin my Mills. God, yeah. That was the only like one that I could come up with, and then I remember Barf Bunny, too. Oh, yeah, Barf oh, Bunny. yeah. I don't know why I didn't think of that one. <laughs> uh, Easter Bunny Kill Kill. I don't know if you've ever seen that one. No. I'm not well versed in my um, holiday theme slashers. Mm. It's like, uh, I don't know. It came out like 2008-ish, 2009-ish. It's like a home invasion movie. It's, it's, I remember being decent, but it's been a long, long time since I've seen it. I think I remember seeing the DVD. Already. I remember watching it. I remember liking it. <laughs> I mean, it's been like 12, 14 years, so. Yeah. <laughs> I know the one segment in holidays. Yeah, has the fucking Easter Bunny that like's disgusting looking. I didn't like that movie. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's not great, but that segment I thought was the best. Yeah, definitely. It pained me, but I think Kevin Smith was the worst. <laughs> was it holidays? It was that anthology. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, I never. I don't even know Kevin's. Kevin Smith kind of fell off. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know your guys' opinion. I know. Uh, I mean, uh, Kevin Smith was like one of my first favorite directors. So it's like, you know, like watching Clerks back in the day. But I do think that the further he went in his career, the less of his stuff I liked. Yeah. yeah. I think when he inter- uh, introduced the View SQ universe. It... Like Tusk was like a mixed bag for me. Like I liked the stuff between the two people. But then like once Johnny Depp showed up, I hated it. And then Yoga mm-hmm. Hosers sucked. <laughs> I, I remember liking Red State, but that was during my Reddit atheist phase. 
Mm. So that was probably just because I was like, yeah, fuck the church, man. <laughs> church fucking blows. I'm really liking Red State too, though, so. I think Michael Parks kind of carried it. I'm pretty sure yeah. I still like it. That dude was great. Yeah, Michael Parks carries everything. He does. Dude, the, the soundtrack for Red State is a gospel album he did, and it's, like, really good. Yeah, I remember the music being fucking great. Like he plays piano and shit. It's it's fucking awesome. Um, Hal ends with. Here uh, listening. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Sorry, Matt. I was like, I'm just sitting here listening as I have not watched any of these movies because I'm a piece of shit besides Clerks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've seen Clerks, Clerks Two, uh, Jay and Bob Strikes Back. Like, I'm not well versed. I think I saw Dogma. Dogma, cool. Good. But Chase and Amy is probably his best movie. If y'all haven't seen that one, I recommend that one. Okay, I have to watch that one. Uh, how ends with, I have also decided that from now on, I will recommend that, really recommend you an album on every question post from the, uh, this time around. The band Psy and their album In Some Phobia from 2012, a very experimental metal album with some dark themes. So don't slap any comedians. And if you are making popcorn, make sure it doesn't turn into cop porn and have a fantastic Easter. Mm. Too late for that. We, we reviewed cop porn. Yeah, we did. And it sucked. Which one? Climax of Blue Power. Oh, was that on the second Ruffies? That was, was that the last Ruffies First episode? One? I can't remember. Vinegar put it out and I thought it was terrible. <laughs> I know Robin Bougie from Cinema Sewer fucking loves that movie. Robin but... Bougie likes some questionable shit, though. That's for sure. I mean, <laughs> I can't blame him. Daughters Farmer is fucking great, and you guys are just, <laughs> you guys are just being too difficult with your 70s incestuous porn. <laughs> that may be true. I won't lie. <laughs> I don't know, man. There's only so many times you can see balls smack someone's asshole before you're just done. <laughs> That's just 70s porn. That is true. Oh we'll get into God. some of the worst there's sex I've ever seen in my just, life in one of these yeah, movies. Oh, uh, yeah. There's just balls. Hairy balls. <laughs> oh, my God. And you're like, I came here for the uh, girl, not the hairy man balls. <laughs> That's what you're getting. And then hairy ass, too. Oh, well, we'll talk about it later. But, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> better be talking about Harry Reams, though. That's my boy. Oh, yeah. I love Harry, Harry Reams. Reams. <laughs> Someone named Spooky Celluloid asks... I have recently discovered the disturbing movie Iceberg, and it's crazy. Did you know Snowfar uh, 73 was that fucked up and only available through the dark web? You motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I wrote that because I got another fucking comment on Tumbling Doll of Flesh asking me if it was real. Oh, my God. It's so bizarre, man. Like, this stuff will, like, die down for a few, and then, like, it seems to blow right back up. And I don't know what is, like what the connection is or why it keeps happening or if like the revised iceberg or something like that but like they revived it i saw okay. someone post on reddit about it oh okay i need to see yeah i might talk about it because my tumbling doll flesh video was like sitting dormant like a thousand something views and then in two weeks it jumped to like my most few viewed videos and i just got oh, wow. a bunch of comments telling me like that's real right i'm like it's obviously fucking fake you should just play yeah. into it like nah dog yeah it's real got it off the, got it off the deep web mystery box <laughs> oh my god not the deep web mystery box bro <laughs> oh my god you can find some really fucked up shit over there i got some bitcoins i'll look you guys up <laughs> top 15 well, things on the deep web 
Oh my 15, god. Niku Daruma. He's <laughs> <laughs> gonna use the Japanese title. You can't yeah, call someone all flesh. It makes it sound creepier. <laughs> uh, the only thing I got in the fucking deep web box was just a bag of dog shit. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm joking. Oh, I was like, wait a minute, you got a deep web box? <laughs> no! We said it so convincingly, just... man. <laughs> oh, well. It was just get into uh, acting. Yeah, yeah, you should. <laughs> I have yeah, some uh, movies I can cast you in. It involves oh. dogs. And, uh... Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I get nude. <laughs> uh, not at all. I did not want to do that. I look like a bag of mango pulp. <laughs> if you guys find the revised iceberg send it to me i i might have some sarcastic french canadian shit to say about it that's all bad <laughs> all right. anytime i, I uh it. anytime i needed something researched like i see like jonathan doe or somebody post something i've never heard of before i immediately send it to matt like matt find me this <laughs> oh my god and i just imagine my fbi agents just staring like bro <laughs> wait i think the they all yeah, I think the fucking the FBI John's FBI agent when he ordered Goose and Milk the entire series. <laughs> I gotta lay low for a while after that one. Yeah, <laughs> can't cross any borders now. Yeah, and I'm like whoa. whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I imagine John's FBI agent just fucking quit. Yeah, <laughs> we found him. Like, what? Weeks later, hung up in his room. Yeah, he's like himself. <laughs> He's like, how many times can you put this uh, vinegar syndrome thriller cool picture in your cart and take it out before you finally decide to buy it, you son of a bitch? <laughs> <laughs> I've done it a lot, let me tell you. Oh my god. Now, speaking of thriller, I am now um, uh, I now own a very rare collector's mm-hmm. item of Synapse's release of thriller, apparently. Yeah, who knew that? I do too. Yeah, yes. I think we all three have it, so. Yeah. I, Eat our uh, The Blu-ray there? <laughs> yeah. Do what? Yeah, the Blu-ray. I don't the know Blu-ray. You guys know. Uh... Yeah, I got the DVD no and the idea. Blu-ray. I'm balling like that. <laughs> I don't know what happened with it. Yeah, that's what uh, I was wondering because I'm like... The only, I don't know, man. Like, I, I remember like listening to um, Don May on um, Dead Pits thing. They interviewed him on YouTube. And he was talking about like the producer of that movie being very difficult to work with. So I think that maybe had something to do with it. You know, that he like... Synapse thought they had the rights to it, but he'd already like sold it out from underneath them to somebody else. Mm. So yeah. that's the only thing I can think of. That sounds like something a producer would do. Yeah, right. Yeah. And also, like, they might have bought it from the wrong guy. That's the problem, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, it happens all the time. Yeah. Yeah. It sucks. Matt, one time Matt was like, we should start our own distribution label. I'm like, oh my, my God. ass. There ain't no way in hell. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at least Synapse tried to get the rights on, like, Severin, who was like, Jaws 5, let's fucking do it, boys. <laughs> sure. Let's print them Bruno Mattei money. Or, like, uh, I won't throw no shade, because I know, like, they were, like, putting people on blast the other day on their Facebook page, but Tetro Video. Oh, my God. Like, I don't know if you got any Tetro Video releases. No. Some of that shit, like, we got confirmed by somebody i'm not gonna say who but they pretty much mm-hmm. straight like used a youtube rip of, for one of their transfers for their dvds that sounds like a code red type of thing yeah right <laughs> dude and it's the like fuck? when you watch like uh because we watched debris documentary together and oh my fucking god it looks like it was just ripped yeah it was so pixelated and shit they got like got it off like the extreme movies Reddit and just, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's, we oh, got it. It's sold. 
I don't know why I did the Italian accent there. <laughs> oh my god. I have the Jaws 5 uh, slipcover. I'm stoked on that. You motherfucker. I ordered it when it was out of print and the piece of shit eBay seller never sent it. Oh, oh. I hate that happens. Yeah, He just refund- he, he refunded it at least, but I think because the news just came out and I got it for like 25 and then they, of course, upcharged it and he was probably... Oh, yeah. He's like, for I'm sitting on a gold mine now. Yeah. <laughs> S- sitting on straight gold. Jaws 5. Yeah, Jaws 5, boy, let's go. <laughs> You want that Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3? I got that one too. So. <laughs> Who would have thought oh that God. Jaws 5 would make anybody money? Yeah, right. <laughs> Not even like up until then, I don't think it made them money. That's true. <laughs> I highly doubt Cruel Jaws was like a hot seller. <laughs> Bruno Mate wasn't like living off Jaws 5. <laughs> no. I've, got, I've got my Terminator 2 and my Jaws 5. I'm set for life. <laughs> From the grave, that man about took a whole company out. <laughs> Impressive. That's, that's the power of the Mate. That's the Mate. <laughs> that's the Mate oh way. <laughs> He's just fucking Bruno. slapping companies off the grave. Bang. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, fuck. Next up, we have the People's Mikey, the OGPM. OGPM. I'm going to get that over. <laughs> Howdy, <laughs> my dudes. So glad you've graced us with another spooky celluloid episode as I enjoyed the Cockeye episode and, of course, Spooky's YouTube channel. I would like to get all three of you guys' take on media in the next 10 years. Do you see a new format being developed to give viewers a better movie experience or DVDs becoming obsolete and the only physical format are Blu-rays in 4K HD? I remember as a kid, we thought by the year 2020, we could be eating our dinners in pill form and watching movies wearing contact lenses. So we'll start there with that that question. Uh, I'm sorry to say, guys, but uh, physical media is dead. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, especially with, like we talked about before, disc rot, Blu-ray, it's 15 years, DVDs, it's 25. (laughs) Yeah, disc rot scares the shit out of me. (laughs) Yeah, me too. If you take care, if you put, I think, the Blu-rays or DVDs in a not-too-humid place... You should be fine. Like, I have some DVDs from, like, the 90s, and they're still fine. I think it's just, if you don't take care of them, Mm. if you just throw them, like, I have DVDs in my basement there, crawling and dying, so those will probably get discrupted. The ones on the shelves, like, I don't think it'll be too bad. But, uh, no, I think physical media is dead. 4K Blu-ray, I don't think, sells, like, at all. It's definitely only a collector's market kind of thing, you know. Like it's designed for us and us alone, basically. Yeah. With that, I just don't see anything coming out because, like, again, the the same Don Mayer Jr., which that guy, you know, Synapse Films, that dude knows what he's doing when it comes to transfers and stuff like that. He was talking about 8K and just been like, "There's just not enough of a reason to go to 8K." (laughs) So he's like, basically, like, if 8K ever does become a thing, it's not going to be worth upgrading for anybody. So I, I think 4K could be the last bastion of physical media. Uh, because uh, 35 millimeter film can only be transferred up to 4K, mm. 16 millimeter is 2K, and 8 millimeter is HD, I think. So he said something like the only film that has like an 8K transfer right now is West Side Story in Japan, which is like, what the fuck? <laughs> of all the movies. What? Yeah. That's so bizarre. I mean, um, a lot of movies got 4Ks before, like, um, like some classic movies, like which is well, insane. Like, 
like Thriller Cruel Picture we were talking about, like back in the day, those dudes used to like transfer stuff in 2K before like Blu-ray was even a thing. So like Thriller Cruel Picture DVD was a 2K transfer. So it's like shit, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I think I think 4K will be the last bastion of physical media, and from there it'll be all digital. I mean, you're already seeing that when it comes to digital. Like, you're already seeing like companies being like, "Yeah, we're not going to put this on any discs." Like, I, I think, uh, like, I know this is a random one, but I think Freddie got fingered, for example. <laughs> Hell yeah! It like it has a like like 2K blu-ray transfer but it's not on uh disc it's on it's only on streaming services yeah that pisses me off when it happens Mm. when some movies are just they're available in hd on like shutter but they're just on dvd everywhere else and it's like yeah you've got got the transfer but it's it's a question of money right like that's a thing pretty got fingered the rights it's what like universal it's probably so fucking expensive that oh my god with it because now, like, Universal and all the big guys don't even, like, they release them. But have you guys got a Universal disc in the last 10 years? No. It's pitiful. <laughs> no. It's pitiful. The art on the disc is just a, it's just a title in blue. Oh, um, shit. Those, like, silver discs with the black yeah. letters on it. Yeah. Yeah. We're, like, in the next year, the majors will probably release, like, Blu-ray R's. <sighs> like, I mean, like... You know, Warner Archive was kind of doing that at first, you know? Yeah. Like, they were print-on-demand Blu-rays, which was an interesting idea, but the price was insane. It was like $30, $40 a Blu-ray. It's like, what the fuck? The what the fuck? The Blu-ray R! $30, for a Blu-ray? That's fucking every Blu-ray here, man. That's true. <laughs> I'm just spoiled, man. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> the last time I bought a Blu-ray for $25, I can't even remember. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so fucked. <laughs> That's why now all the new Severin DVDs, I don't even bother with the Blu-rays. The, the, the Blu-rays are 45, the DVDs are 20. I'm like, <laughs> quality of DVD will do. What is it with Severin? Because I hear that a lot about like Severin in Canada. Is it just like... Oh, uh, well, like most... Um, like we talked before the podcast, like most distribution companies uh, after 2016, uh, due to tariffs, import fees and everything, they just pulled out of Canada. Severin for a solid two years wasn't even selling their shit on Amazon.ca, which is the only place in Canada you can buy bootstick labels. Uh, so for straight two years, they didn't have access to Severin's. And then when they do release them uh in canada it's never their limited editions like all the big box sets that i wanted for the past five years never got a release here yeah damn that fucking sucks <laughs> yeah the caligula one they released i really wanted it but i think it came up to like 120 and i'm like that's fucking jesus 60 dollars for each for a joe damato and bruno mate <laughs> <laughs> that's rough <laughs> i oh ended up picking that box set up i have not watched those yet though but i love me both of those guys but that's that's a bit much especially for Matei, because you kind of know <laughs> like it's gonna be fun you're gonna have a good time with it but you know in reality it's not a good movie <laughs> I, 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 yeah i thought of doing it just because the original caligula is one in my top 10 favorite like exploitation films but like you said it's it's Matei. Criterions aren't even that price. That's true. 
so oh uh, people's Mikey's next part of his question is, and if I can ask Spooky one more thing, I'm curious about Canadians' indecency laws these days. We know about Fred Vogel being arrested in the border for bringing August Underground Mortem across Canada. And I remember the Gourmet, RIP, interviewing an SFX artist from Montreal in an issue of Rue Morgue. I forgot the name of the FX artist, but he was uh, – he was, uh, I can't read – he was telling the gourmet how he was getting busted from Canadian government about his SFX work, which was pictures of women being mutilated on his website. Seeing how you, Spooky, purchase a lot of extreme cinema, is there any uh, uh, precautions you have to take to make sure Customs doesn't seize your orders or have things mellowed out? Looking forward to this episode. As I know, it's going to be a banger. Enjoy the weekend. Butter gang for life. <laughs> you also put in bitch. Butter gang for life, bitch. Cheers. <laughs> Mikey, you're a bitch. Don't fucking find your IP address and butt fuck you, motherfucker. And not gently, violently, without me. Fuck you. Oh, God. Uh, Damn. So the stories um, he's talking about, the name is uh, Rémi Couture. He, uh, he's from Montreal. So basically, his website was a art, art project he did, which was uh, a serial killer's blog. So he would post some of his VFX and he's actually probably one of the best, best VFX artists out of Canada. And he would post short films, photos, someone in Austria called Interpol, then Interpol called uh, Canadian police. Basically he was arrested. Uh, he was arrested. They searched his home, which was his shop too. So they obviously found the effects and were, uh, but they still arrested him. Uh, the government pulled a, an obscure law from 1943 about sex and uh, violence, which uh, you weren't allowed to depict violence and sex at the same time. So basically, blood and sex uh, could get you arrested in 1943 and apparently in 2012. Um, and that case, E1, E1 but it was still too close to, for comfort and uh he was uh he, yeah he was released he never did jail time did she arrest him took his stuff um and also on his website he um he, he had a caution before you entered the website kind of like those porn sites like this is fake clearly no serial killer would publicly on the <laughs> internet post them murdering people you fucking dumb judge but so, and the problem was it was during 2012 right so in canada in 2012 there was also luca magnata Ooh. and the um the plaintiffs were asking questions like so you think luca magnata what he did is art from what i'm understanding because the guy was trying to defend like it's oh, art my. it's special effects and mikey i would love to tell you that it got better but it hasn't because recently a couple years ago an author was arrested because uh he wrote a book which was the uh diary of a pedophile and he got arrested for child pornography a fucking book so fucking jesus christ so and i'm not even surprised fred vogel got busted i'm not surprised i think that was a long time ago, and I think he's still not allowed back in. Yeah. Uh, and for the precautions, uh, anytime I order from Sam Hell, I get my uh, packages held at custom. Um, 
now company companies are now aware of that and what they do when they ship something in canada from like the uk or internationally you have to write what's the content and they just write dvd or blu-ray or movie because uh some titles would get uh taken at customs I know the guys that did Oboe with a shotgun talked when they were tape trading, they would uh, confisk Necromantic and stuff like that. Cannibal Holocaust was a big uh, no. But ever since the uh, DVD and Blu-ray era, uh, government can't really control it. So it's not as bad, but yeah, you still have to deal with customs who might or might not decide to hold your package or Take it from you. Damn. Like, could you imagine if That's... they opened it up and watched Love Dump? <laughs> oh, my God. That would be a great day at the office. <laughs> They'd be like, what the fuck? They just show up to your place of work and like, sir, you're under arrest. <laughs> what the fuck is this? Sir, we just, just watched yourself. this movie that was about 50 minutes of a girl in a bunny suit throwing up into things. What's wrong with you? <laughs> I just get a letter from customs and it's uh, it just says get a get help. <laughs> <laughs> it's just uh, they're like, sir, okay, we were lo- we were looking through your package here, and uh, we-, we put this in the in the player in the back, and uh, it's just this girl puking to a this like cauldron and then eating it again <laughs> repeatedly. Why do you yeah. own this? <laughs> like I asked myself that. <laughs> What's saint person? Uh, another thing during the trial, they um, they brought a psychiatrist from California. So think of the money that caused the taxpayers uh, to uh, make an argument that violent uh, images would make kids violent. Because anytime Fuck. something like that happens, it's always think of the children. Oh argument my god, that's always been fuck your kids. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yes, man. Kids shouldn't be watching this shit. Yeah. Right. Yeah what kid types if your kid types gore on the internet there might be a problem with you as a parent yeah matt yeah matt Matt definitely wouldn't have been a 10 year old looking up gore on the internet definitely not well i wasn't 10 i was at least 14 15 okay (laughs) give me some credit at that point i mean it wasn't me and my friend fucking just like going on to shock sites just to fuck each other up and he's yeah. completely sane and fine there's nothing wrong with him at all he's there's stable <laughs> yeah in my room not totally shows. he's fine <laughs> yeah i'm totally not on multiple medications for <laughs> all kinds of fucked up shit but and did you ever kill someone no that's my point hey, that's all <laughs> <Yeah>. matters <laughs> Thank you, people's Mikey, for the question, gang, gang. Next up. Sorry, sorry. So the parallel I wanted to do is uh, that court case took about five years, uh, and the guy that killed someone on a bus uh, uh, went out of prison two years. Fuck! God damn it. The the government were like, he has meds now. If he keeps taking him, he's fine. fine. If he keeps taking them. That's a lot of pressure on a man who fucking murdered someone. (laughs) Oh my lord. So uh next up we have uh raw one, which I just learned this. <laughs> Cause you can't read. I can't read. 
What part of the world do you want to visit the most? By the way, WRY is pronounced like Robert. Hashtag G Yakuza. Where do you want to go, boys? Butter Gang. Huh? Good thing it wasn't Butter Gang. That's true. Well, you know, trend it. You know, make it trending. Butter Gang for a while. Gang, gang, gang. Could you imagine? (laughs) Oh, my God. Can you imagine someone thought we were being fucking serious? Well, it's like, you remember uh, we watched that uh, No Peace Underground. Oh, my God, yeah. They, the, they're a wrestling company, and their hashtag was hashtag no peace, and people thought a war was breaking out because it was trending yeah. on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a question uh, for Spooky before we get into uh, the other question here. Uh, how is, like, hardcore-type like wrestling in Canada? You're asking the wrong person. That's what you say. You don't watch okay, wrestling. Fair enough. Um, from what I hear, it's uh, non-existent. From the friend hmm. I have that likes wrestling, I probably I, like anything else violent. It's uh, it doesn't exist, or it's very well hidden. Okay. I didn't know if that had any play, but I guess you don't watch wrestling, so <laughs> you don't know I'm about green sure fandom. A, yeah, I'm pretty sure they would get arrested if ever. They tried <laughs> such fucking bullshit. Canadian deathmatch legend Green Phantom. Yeah, Green Phantom had a damn milk jug and busted over Necro Butcher's head. Sent <laughs> <laughs> milk flying into the crowd. Or Beef Wellington. Beef Wellington. <laughs> fucking Arsenal and Arsenal, the Hardcore yeah. Ninja. Yes. <laughs> hardcore Ninja. Yeah. It was weird, man. <laughs> that was like my username in seventh grade. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Canadian deathmatch scene was very similar to a uh, seventh grade uh, message board. There was a French. Yeah. Uh, there was a Canadian deathmatch. Yeah, they had their own uh, IWA. <laughs> what the? F- yeah, oh, it was like then, uh, then Matt. It exists. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, I didn't know if it was still a thing or not. Because I remember it was like IWS, no IWC. I think it's like International Wrestling Cartel or something like that. I don't remember. I'm ashamed of you for knowing that. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> With a Canadian cartel, they'll kill you with hockey sticks and maple syrup. <laughs> like, I, I saw, like, uh, clips of, like, Green Phantom and a guy, like, falling off a balcony into flaming tables and shit. And hey, it's Green just like... Gotta fuck, I ain't gonna lie. Huh? Green Phantom did fuck, I ain't gonna lie. Green Phantom's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh... <laughs> I completely forgot what the fucking question was. Uh, where do you want to go most in this world? Japan. Japan. I was going to say that, but I've been, so... Yeah, uh, you, yeah you've done that. Yeah. I still want to go back, so I'll, I'll still say Japan. That or Italy, Italy, and I'll just do, like... I'll just try to find where they shot, like, my favorite giallos. Yeah. That'd be sick. Find that weird, like, cathedral place in Suspiria where the blind guy gets killed by the dog. <laughs> yeah that's in germany though is that germany oh yeah, yeah you're right yeah because yeah. but uh japan so if you guys have any question about it what's funny is like mm. i'd love to be like a horror nerd like oh i want to go to japan so i go all the video stores and stuff like that i want to go watch wrestling in japan <laughs> yeah <laughs> i've watched a youtuber that lives in japan that did something with wrestlers the other day and look pretty fucking awesome dude <laughs> To go to like a freedom show in Corgan Hall. Oh my god! Watch people just get get fucked up with glass. Yeah, cut them up, carve them. 
dude, uh, Japan deathmatch wrestling gets fucking wild. It's insane, dude. They use like razor blades and like straight razors and shit. Knobs. Yeah. People get mortally fuck. wounded a lot. What? The <laughs> yeah. Fuck? Scissors. Yeah. That country is just on another level. <laughs> they go to the extremes, sure. man. Because they're so like polite, right? You, when you go there, it's like everyone is like respect, respect, and then you go to the porn shop, and there's a puke video playing, and <laughs> thinking. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's awesome. Yeah, Japan is on the bucket list. It's funny because yeah. like most people want to go to Japan because they like anime, and, yeah. and I'm like, nah, give me that deathmatch wrestling. <laughs> also, be fair, New Japan too. New Japan but... as well. New Japan would be awesome. Um. So thank you, Weary. Uh, Rye won about did it again. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Next up is how the fuck do you say this? Aqua. Oh my god. John can't what? read. <laughs> I mean, some of these names are pretty fucking uh... I'm gonna say awkward. I know that's wrong, but I and I apologize for that. Uh Three James, he said thanks, James. So <laughs> Three weeks in a row. Shut up. Called out. <laughs> it would be awesome if you guys could do an episode on deathmatch wrestling. Oh shit! I.e. FMW, CZW, XBW, etc. Oh my god! Correct. I don't know how we would do it though. As a fan of the show, I think a wrestling episode would be good because obviously you guys know your shit and you're very passionate, you fucking geeks. But <laughs> <laughs> we're called marks. It's marks. <laughs> That's the wrestling term for it. <laughs> but I think that would be great as like a listener perspective because I think you guys have some pretty hot takes on wrestling. And I think I the mean, way we could do it is there's the show Dark Side of the Ring. Yeah. It's all about like just fucked up shit that's happening in wrestling. And they've done like several episodes on deathmatch wrestling because, yep. well, <laughs> crazy shit happens in deathmatch wrestling. Oh, we need to set a fucking entire ring on fire and nearly killed uh, legends. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> really? He nearly killed the sheik. <laughs> yeah, dude. The he doused the sheik. ring and kerosene. No, not not iron oh, sheik. The, okay. uh, that would have been incredible. Fucking bullshit! I'm gonna fuck you in the ass. <laughs> Yo, brony Mark. <laughs> yeah. Fuck Hulk Hogan. <laughs> yeah, we love deathmatch wrestling. We love all wrestling, but deathmatch wrestling oh, is yeah. a passion. What what differs? Deathmatch wrestling. Okay, so like regular wrestling is just what you would see on TV. Okay. Deathmatch wrestling involves usually fluorescent light tubes, barbed wire, panes of glass, uh, gusset plates, gusset plates, <laughs> um, sometimes knives. Just oh. anything that can cause severe bodily damage. And all that, like, they're real. Yes, yes, real. Yep. So they're oh, because I think you saw some clips of like. The razor blades that they cut each other before mm. the match. Yeah, um, it's like hardcore wrestling. They'll they'll stick with like chairs and tables and stuff like that. And they'll, they'll, barbed wire, of course. Yeah, but like deathmatch wrestling, they're like, not everybody who does deathmatch wrestling is like, oh yeah, I'll use whatever. But there's a lot of guys who are like, yeah, just hit me with whatever. I don't give a shit. Yeah, scissor board. I'll fall on that. Yeah, and uh, are the people uh, are they scary? Uh, uh, some of them are fucking incredibly nice. Yeah, okay. like we recently went to. Well, recently it was last year, but we went to a deathmatch show and everybody was really cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, usually it's kind of like that. You know, it's the same thing as extreme movies. Like mm. directors are usually like the nicest guys ever, 
except when yeah. you know they gave themselves a name like Lucifer Valentine. But you know, <laughs> when they use like a real sounding name and not the uh, I don't know, cunt fucker twenty one. Fucking my favorite thing about Deathmatch Wrestling currently, because I've been watching a lot of highlights and stuff like that, is like is when they do something really dangerous, like they'll bump onto like a scissor board and then be shocked that the scissors went into them. Yeah. Like they'll get up with the scissors like sticking on the back. Like, oh, I can't believe this happened. The fuck did they expect? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, not- what was the outcome supposed to be? <laughs> uh, this was some gnarly shit. Like people have nearly died doing this shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, usually, Matt, when you cut yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so we got Engage. one. Engage. <laughs> we got one last question, and it's from our okay. homie. Joshua Fat Attack, who always shouts us out, which is super cool. He's awesome. Yeah, thank you. Is there anything that you wouldn't recommend a seasoned horror fan? Which I thought mm. was an interesting take on this question because it's always like, what would you not recommend an up and comer? <laughs> so, what as like a like seasoned horror vet? What's something you wouldn't recommend them? Hmm. It's hard, right? <laughs> yeah. I watched recently Smash Cut. That movie fucking sucks. Wait, what is it? Smash Cut. Smash Cut. Oh my god, it's, you watched that? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> I posted it too. You guys liked it, so. <laughs> and it's, uh, yeah, it's uh, basically, Matt, it's uh, an homage to uh, Urshel Gordon Lewis without the charm and without the <laughs> fun. And it's, uh, I feel bad because there are guys from Ottawa, which is the city where that's really close to me, and he, he, he runs a theater and the theater is nice they did the 35 millimeter print of cannibal holocaust they're good guys he's nice but holy fucking shit mm. that movie it's terrible there's david hess michael berryman sasha gray uh urshel gordon lewis which surprisingly is the best actor out of them all and they're just phoning it in they're all at the end of their career it's it's clearly it was intended to be a period piece but they didn't have the budget um the yeah it's terrible the gore the fake gore in the fake movies look better than the gore in the real movie (laughs) (laughs) most of the kills are done off screen which already if you're doing it oh my tribute oh my god and all they do is like they throw fingers like the guy cuts fingers and the reference they make reference to like other movies and it, they're so like phoned in like the mm. guy's dressed as uh clint eastwood and the bad the good the ugly for no fucking reason <laughs> oh, damn. murder someone it's david it's david has probably worse role <laughs> oh, i might sounds... be wrong about this was that not like one of his last movies too yes yeah, like he like, died not too long after that movie that was 2008 so i yeah passed away that's sad as shit that ruins your legacy that sucks so bad i learned early on that like anytime you saw a movie with a cast that was too good to be true it was oh yeah like zombageddon i don't know if you ever saw that piece of shit it's like oh it stars felissa rose and leia quigley david has bill mosley sid haig it's like oh this has got to be great trash horrible fucking movie usually when they have to like use like a cast that's so like 
it's usually bad. Like I have a movie from Troma with Felicia Fisher, uh, not Felicia Fisher, uh, <laughs> the girl from. Uh, sorry, I I have her mm-hmm. puke in my in mind, but uh, the girl <laughs> from uh, Sleepaway Camp there. Yeah, Felicia Rose. Yeah, and it's like sorority or slumber party massacre, and it's god awful. And you hate to like, cause like, like all those people were cool back in the day, Jeffrey Combs, Bill Mosley. But it's like nine percent of the time, I want to stay away from that shit nowadays. Yeah, and I hate that way because some of those guys are actually really good actors. They just they'll just take any fucking movie. Oh, the movie I'm gonna go with for like what you should not recommend to season people. If you don't know already, fucking Danzig's Veronica is the <laughs> worst piece of shit. No, Matt. <laughs> Hang on. It's awful. You gonna tell me eyeball titties wasn't great? It was trash. That's the <laughs> best segment. That is the best segment. That's real sad. Yeah, and it, it doesn't make a it doesn't make any fucking sense. For one, it just happens. And it's like, okay, well, whatever. It looked like shit. It <laughs> was wrote oh, my, like my, shit. My YouTube videos have better cinematography from oh, for that sure. fucking movie. Lighting oh, is better, cinematography's better. <laughs> Audio's better. Yeah. Like, I know yeah. the people can't see it, but your lighting right now for this fucking Zoom call is better than the lighting in that fucking movie. <laughs> the the oh, worst God. thing about Veronica is that last, that Bathory segment, dude. Oh, my God. That thing goes on forever. It goes on. And it's so boring. It's like, we get it. You have a thing for this, Danzig. Move on. And well, I saw the previous version of the movie. I don't know if I could bring myself to do it. He didn't move on. That zombie. He's still doing vampire bullshit. Oh, yeah, it's a vampire western. Again, it looks like shit. Hmm. Danny Trejo is. That's another one. Danny. Yeah. God bless him. He's making that money, but damn. He's Apparently, he's making some goddamn good tacos, so. Hey. There's <laughs> a taco stand in California. Should I go? I to go. That'd be awesome. Danny Tacos. Get it? Dang. <laughs> it's fucking when hilarious. Say, that name makes me not want to go. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess, like, I would go. To answer the question, for me, it'd be like, I guess it depends on the person, too. Because, like, just because you're a seasoned vet doesn't mean you don't have boundaries. Because we yeah. know a guy who, like, he's a diehard horror fan and a uh, tattoo artist. And uh, he will not watch anything with rape or child death in it. Like he's vehemently against it. Uh, you're, yeah, you're missing out most exploitation films. There. So it's like you know, it depends on the person, really. Yeah. <laughs> you know, not all of us are immoral like we are now and desensitized and will watch just anything and be like, ah. <laughs> I think like I understand why people would want to watch movies with rape. The problem with that is you're cutting out most movies from before nine the nineties. Yeah, you might as well just not watch nothing from like seventies on to like eighty oh, something. Seven seventies, the seventies like, was like every every movie. <laughs> and there's of course a couple of movies that tick all those boxes. Yeah, <laughs> fucking survey film looking at you. <laughs> wow, like, wow, child wow. death. I'm thinking the Carpenter Assault on Precinct Thirteen. Even that. Yeah, You're missing yeah. out on that because a kid gets fucking blasted. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> Or Piss Cemetery, Gage. Gage gets fucked. She like walks up and she like she like, I want a strawberry or something like that. Like, just shoots around the chest. 
Oh my god. Fucking pumpkin head, man. Oh yeah. Fuck. I guess when you have I, I guess when you have kids, it kind of changes your perspective. But most of the time, when I see child death in film, I, I laugh. Yeah. <laughs> I get more upset when they kill animals. I don't know what this is about me. Yeah. But... <laughs> kids are annoying. Oh, man. I work retail. Kids are the fucking worst. I walk around oh my store God. all day like, I just want to shit stomp your kid. I'm sorry, but I do. <laughs> I want to American History X your kid. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, God. <laughs> They're just running around, just like knocking shit off the shelves. I'm like, I'm gonna boot your fucking kid in the head if you don't get it out of this floor. <laughs> I can't say that because then I get fired. Yeah, it's true. good thing they don't listen. Yeah, <laughs> as far as we know, <laughs> John loses his job tomorrow. Like, yeah. I kicked a kid in the head. It had to be done. It's like I'm kind of worried about a thing. I have an interview for a job this summer. And it's a job at the um, um, federal police. Oh! They do do a background check that requires a lot, a lot of time and detail. So I'm kind of worried about that. Oh. But then again, puke movies, good paying job. I'll stick with the puke movies. (laughs) Right. (laughs) You know, it is what it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. But uh, that's it. Thank you, everybody, for uh, a what was a short notice Q and A. <laughs> yeah. So we appreciate each and every single one of for uh, asking questions. And if you want to do the same, you can do it bi-weekly when we post our little picture that says we are taking questions, or go to sickoncinema at gmail dot com, and that'll 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 do the job. I'll get her done. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh, the funniest movie, Larry the Cable Guy, anytime he's in something. Oh, dude. Hilarious. Peter Dave. The only thing I can think about when I hear Larry the Cable Guy anymore is fucking cars memes. Oh, dude, that car meme is the best. He's like, it's so good to be back in Ray Air Springs. I want you. (laughs) What? What? My favorite one, my favorite cars meme is fucking I fucked your mom shit lips. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking funny. That's awesome. <sighs> <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, fuck. Worst Pixar movie cars. Oh planes. Never mind. Planes. Planes is way worse. Yeah. But uh yeah. <laughs> I, I was I was lost because I'm like I haven't watched a Pixar movie since Toy Story three. Oh, some are really good, you know. I, I can't. I, I, I watched a couple of them. They come out recent memory. So oh, I was one about jazz. Yeah, that's not Pixar. Is it not? No, B movie is not Pixar. No, 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 no not B movie. The actual, <laughs> the actual Pixar movie about jazz. Oh, uh, soul what or whatever. The fuck was that B movie? Well, yeah, you B like movie. Is, yeah, you like jazz? That's what I thought. I was like, fucking B movie. I have never seen B movie. I, I don't plan on my it. My favorite film about jazz, the B movie. <laughs> Ratioed on air. Yeah, sorry. Well, that, I feel like we were uh, we were attacking Mad next 
Next segment will attack John. We'll let him. We'll, we'll let him fight back. <laughs> I already fought your ass, John. Fuck you. About those names. <laughs> what? Oh, you can't pronounce those names. All right, Bone Cold. Bone. <laughs> no, I did it again. Oh fucking damn it! I can't stop doing this bullshit. Anyway, yeah, I gotta pee, so we're gonna take a yeah, quick break. I gotta. And when we come back, we're gonna be talking pornography. Yes. Here on Sick on Cinema. Cinema. Andy Warhol, Frankenstein is here. Kiss him. Kiss him. Newsweek magazine calls it the first original Frankenstein in years. A perversely fascinating movie. Only close. Ah! What are you? Not so close! I can't. Stop it! What are you doing? I can't breathe! Stop it! Stop it! Andy Warhol's Frankenstein with its swooping bats, severed limbs hideous decapitating devices and various spare parts. They all slither off the screen in what Playboy magazine calls the most gruesome epic ever unleashed. Andy Warhol's Frankenstein. The goriest, sexiest, and wildest Frankenstein ever filmed. And we are back here on Sick on Cinema to bring you the wonderful world of classic erotica. Well, mostly classic erotica. We do have one newer erotica film. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, one's not so much of a classic. But we're sticking mostly in the uh, the realms of the 70s. We're definitely going to call the episode Ruffies, but to call them Ruffies, it's kind of a stretch on a little bit, you know? Yeah. They're not 100% roughies, but... I think two of them definitely are. One of them just has themes that people might find offensive, I guess. Yeah, that's kind of yeah. how I look at it, too. But uh, we're doing... Because I don't think we've even announced the movies. We're doing no. Nine Lives with the Wet Pussy. <laughs> what a title. <laughs> Portraits okay. of Andrea Palmer and Memories Within Miss Aggie. That's another thing uh, yes. all these movies had in common. Long-ass names. Yeah, long names. There's some Jallo ass names. <laughs> I would love a Jallo called Nine Lives of a Wet Pussy. <laughs> My favorite Jallo title of all time will always be uh, "Your Vice is a Locked Room and Only I Have the Key." It's like what in the hell? <laughs> and that movie's fucking amazing. But it is. I recommend it's it wild. to people. It's like, oh, it's a uh, your vice is a locked door and only I have the key. Remember that. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that title? Yeah. Uh, so someone posted about like they got a shirt of that. Of uh, oh yeah, who was that? I don't remember. Did Paul Bear put that out? I don't know if it's Paul Bear. I don't. I don't know who put it out. No. I mean, they, I it's only it, the name of the movie. That's all that can fit on our front of oh. the. <laughs> <laughs> That is for true. As a gra- as someone who partakes in graphic design, that is true. <laughs> Fuck that shit. I love. Uh, I don't know. Jalo titles like I think it's like a you know it's been talked to death, but like they are the best titles ever, right? Like we're not crazy about this. They're, they're oh my god. 
Holy shit. What have you done to Solange? I don't know how they fit on the DVD case, but... (laughs) (laughs) The fucking spawn. Yeah. Shit, I've never looked at the spawn of your boss. I have... Uh, I have the box set with the black cat, and let's just say it takes about... uh, Three quarters of the goddamn fucking spawn. (laughs) That's awesome. And then then you have black cat, and they they had to put Lucio Fulci's name, so it's like fucking tiny. (laughs) Oh god, l- l- lest we forget the bird with the crystal plumage. Bird with the crystal plumage. Such a long name, but it's it's a good name though. I like the 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 double feature of uh what have we what have you done to our daughters and what have you done to Solange? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Great movies, by the way. <laughs> I I uh, I introduced my parents to uh, Solange. Oh really? Let's just say uh, they didn't expect the um, method of a murder. Of, uh, <laughs> Inserting <laughs> knives in a vaginas. <laughs> now you got to introduce him to a sister of Ursula. Oh my god! <laughs> Which I didn't even know was in that box set when I bought it because I already had oh. the uh, Severn release of it. But I was That's... like, shit, I'll upgrade it. <laughs> that movie's a fucking treat. It is. I, I know the name I want to bring in the conversation. It was the Red Queen kills seven times. The Red Queen kills. Yeah, that, that movie's good too. It is good, yeah. Giallos are just amazing. You guys should do a Giallo episode. We definitely gotta do Giallos. Yeah. yeah, I know they're not like they're not extreme, but they're good movies. So that might, uh, in between two bad episodes, that might be a refresher of. Uh... Yeah, <laughs> especially some of the shit I know that's in uh, the lineup for future <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh boy! Yay. <laughs> There's going to be some fun shit. So, to get back to the yeah. pornography, we've put it off long enough. Yes, now we're trying to talk about anything but Nine Lives of a Wet Pussy. That's basically kind of oh what's happening God. right now. <laughs> so, from 1976, we have Abel Ferreira's first movie, which before we talk about this movie, Abel Ferreira is amazing. What? Yeah. I didn't know that. You know Abel Ferreira directed this? No, I, what the fuck? I'll actually... That's the only reason I bought this movie. (laughs) Directed this. What the fuck? I mean, you all have to start somewhere. Yeah. That's the only reason I ever picked up this movie was because it was Abel Ferreira's first film. And I was like, holy shit. You're wearing an Abel Ferreira shirt. Yeah, I'm wearing a Miss 45 shirt as we speak because I love Abel Ferreira stuff. That's Um, one of my favorite movies. You guys got a question about Euphoria, I think, from Mikey a couple episodes ago. Oh, yeah. And uh, one of the uh, character wears a Miss 45 costume for Halloween. And it's such a fucking treat. Miss 45. (laughs) Maybe I need to watch that show. Again, here we go talking about anything but nine lives. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Miss 45 is... uh, Ah, masterpiece. Before Driller Killer, before Miss 45, before Bad Lieutenant, before King of New York, he did Nine Lives with a Wet Pussy. Well, you guys are right. I just saw that. It's crazy, right? <laughs> Jimmy Boy L, that's the name he decided. <laughs> yeah, ain't that awesome? Oh, Which, my God. He's in the movie, man. How'd you miss that? What? Where? He's the he's the, he's the old man. Uh, look, I kind of zoned out for a while, to be honest. <laughs> blame I didn't Fair I enough. The ending of this movie is a haze to me. <laughs> I'm like I could I I'm I'm just gonna be a good uh, a good father and I I played with my cat for half the movie. Hey, that's respectable. My cat was in hiding, so I couldn't get away from it. <laughs> like I said, the last like ten to fifteen minutes of this movie is just a blur to me. Oh my god! So uh, 
the movie is about Pauline, who is a uh, seemingly nymphomaniac, who writes letters to her lover? Question mark. <laughs> she's writing letters to the woman she's gaslighting the fucking head. <laughs> that it's is basically true. gaslight. Uh, fucking girl, boss. The movie. <laughs> Gypsy uh, is the character who apparently has magic. Yeah. yeah you know, that too. that too. Yeah. Having tarot cards and doing <laughs> blow does not make you a witch. <laughs> for oh white God. women on Instagram, it does. Yeah, right. That's, that's for true. <laughs> so she's writing letters of her sex capades to Gypsy, who is, you know, getting off to him, but at the same time wants Pauline for her own. And that's kind of the movie. <laughs> It's based this on a movie. book, apparently, which I was a little yeah. surprised by. By a French book, uh, and uh, the problem is it translates to the black woman, but in plural form. But there's only one black character. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? What? <laughs> yeah. So Legit. I was Matt. What was it you brought up earlier? Oh my god! This movie has like. It's like su- surprisingly racist at one point for no reason. <laughs> yeah, like it's like she she calls her a black bitch. Yeah, I'm like you could have left that first part completely out. <laughs> there was no need for the racism at all. Yeah, it also it's the only situation where someone's got a Nigerian princess and it actually worked out for them. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's fucking scam really because I think she. It- she got raped, right? Yeah, she never got raped. Yeah. Yeah, which I think it's a roughy staple. It's true. <laughs> so, the biggest thing about this movie that I, I can bring up is it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't gonna say it sucks. But I was gonna say it's very dull. <laughs> it's painfully dull. Yeah. It's. Oh it's, my god it's like there's stuff in it that i'm like oh that is kind of interesting but at the same time it's just immensely boring and not only just like in plot and execution but the sex oh my god (laughs) oh my god so and it seems weird to critique sex but i guess since we're reviewing porn porno we have to right so like the first scene is her like giving the worst blowjob i've ever seen in my life dude this motherfucker oh my god i was literally like shocked by like forget, how red that thing got he, yeah he was probably on cocaine too because it was the 70s he couldn't get hard to save no life. oh and yeah she was just sucking a very 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 soft penis a floppus a floppus <laughs> <laughs> and like she's going to like not really the town i was about to say she's going to town on it that's not a correct terminology for this no she's, she's like not <laughs> She's just sucking the head of it to the point where it's it's becoming raw. <laughs> she mutilated this boy's dick. Dude, cock and ball torture is on in effect. <laughs> I, uh, uh, for a while, I thought it was going to start bleeding. Yeah. Yeah. Because that happened to a friend in high school. He got sucked so bad that his tip just started bleeding. And I'm like, oh. it's starting to get red. It's it's not going to be, it's not working. <laughs> Cut the goddamn scene. <laughs> Fucking give him a break. Give him something. 
Just, oh my it's not God. gonna get hard why are you even trying another thing about it too is like so the movie kind of starts with this like atmospheric like synthy kind of music and i was digging it i was like oh this is kind of neat and then it switches like and it doesn't match what's happening on screen at all no it's bizarre <laughs> And oh it happens my God. every sex scene. It's like, I'm like, I hate this. I never <laughs> thought I'd criticize a porn for tonal shifts. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like, like even during the rape scene, like the music turns to like guitar. <laughs> it's like, this is, you're supposed to be getting down to this, you're supposed to be boogieing to some, some girl get raped. That's fucking awful. Homeboy was just wilding on that guitar, dude. Oh my god! How would you think he got paid? <laughs> a bag of coke. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> it was the seventies. Yeah, everyone got paid with coke. Coke. Yeah. Oh Abel my god. Ferreira probably was on coke when he oh. fucking directed this. Oh, I'm guaranteed sure. he was on coke. It's man, I don't know. Like, I was really kind of looking forward to this one because, like, you know, Abel Ferreira awesome director you know i was like and it is it's a roughie so it's going to be what it is you know you got to kind of like adjust to, to that style yeah and like i was like there's nothing interesting about this movie no other than like some visual aspects of it it's dreadfully boring yeah. <laughs> i think the only like thing i was I, I i kind of reacted to was in the first scene the girl just starts speaking french Oh yeah! Oh yeah! When she gets fucked, and then I thought to myself, "Well, this is obviously just a French porn that's dubbed." But then, no, because it was Abel Ferrara, and obviously it was in the states. I didn't fucking understand <laughs> anything. I'm like, why is she like? Is she possessed by a demon cock, and she just starts speaking another language? <laughs> it can't be a demon cock because I ain't never seen one move that slow in my life. So. <laughs> The oh softest demon cock ever. Dude, man, like, that's the, the consistent through this movie is the fucking is terrible. Oh, Look, in one of these movies that we cover today, someone gets that Glock Glock 5000. <laughs> but in this one, you get the, the dick killer. The dick killer? It's so fucking bad. I like, I was getting fucking worried for the guy. I was like, he's gonna, he's fucked. <laughs> Aren't most he's not gonna of the be able to wear pants. Like, Aren't they just like missionary, which is the worst position to film? Oh man. Oh my god. They're like in a horse stable and it's just like one angle. Which by the way, if you're listening to this, don't fuck on A. No. <laughs> no. It fucking burns. <laughs> oh, my fuck. friend. My friend, not me. But I had a friend <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. who had a girlfriend who had a farm and they did fuck on it and she uh she just had they had rashes because it's not oh. good. And if the egg gets into your uh, your your um um pussy, it can actually cause some severe yeast infection. So don't fuck in Ooh. the farm. First of all, it's kind of weird to fuck around farm animals. Yeah, you know, maybe they were just big fans of the movie The Beast. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like well, that's, the like, ah. that's the that's <laughs> or they were just in a Joe D'Amato film and the <laughs> yeah. started to fuck someone. <laughs> How many times did he recycle that beautiful piece of art? <laughs> oh fuck! And you know, you, like you go on in the movie, and it's like you know she's an infomaniac and she's cheating on her husband and things like that, and she like gets into like a passionate sex scene. And I use that term super loosely with the gas station attendant because like. 
they like bust into the ba- bathroom like it's gonna be like this like passionate moment and then it's just like <laughs> i'm like fuck man my god like <laughs> that, that Dude. scene was so fucking bad can I go back to can I go back to the farm for a second? Sure. Okay. This dude sat, sat in this hay and fucked for ten to fifteen minutes for <laughs> the most pathetic load you'll ever see in yeah. any fucking porn. I, that's what I thought too, because I'm watching it as you guys talk, because I don't remember a thing. And his dick is red, and he's coming the saddest load. <laughs> Dude, that's that's a I've jerked off 13 times today kind of load. (laughs) Like, just like two little, eh. it's like the sex scenes are so long (laughs) and so uninteresting that it doesn't make up for anything that could be interesting in this movie at all. Can I, can I, I'm gonna be honest, that the last, the last sex scene, which I know we'll get to. Oh, you can go ahead and just talk about it. Ain't no point. We'll okay, get to all it. right, fuck it. Um, <laughs> ain't no building up to it. I mean, uh, fair enough. But the last fucking sex scene of this goes on for like 20, 30 minutes or some shit like that. It's I fast forward. <laughs> oh, yeah. I hit fast forward on that bitch. I was like, fuck this. Wise man. I was like, I'm not sitting through this, and it's the most boring fucking shit ever. And again, the load is pitiful, and he's like, he's jamming his cock. <laughs> He's like putting there's a lot of that yeah and he's just he just can't bring himself to have a decent load and again the fucking colors are awful his dick is red oh my god and like so there's so much of this movie it's so confused like like what i did like about it like i said i like the like the reading the letter thing that was kind of interesting i like the breaking the fourth wall narration kind of interesting but like what's so weird is like nothing makes sense in this movie either because like there's a point there's no. a, a flashback that i did not know was a flashback other than the fact they dusted our boy abel Ferrer's head with some dirt and be like you're old now dude like i'm not saying get like an old this elderly man to fuck on camera but you could at least <laughs> got someone that looked somewhat older i guess i mean for fuck's sake they just fucking dusted within, him yeah memories within miss aggie did did it with older people yeah they just yeah it works fucking god (laughs) that and like i guess like besides the the rape of course like well i guess this is a rape too but (laughs) you know i mean i mean it is it is what it is yeah but i get it's like it's one of the more shocking moments in the movie because it's like oh they're fucking their dad Mm -hmm. and it's like okay but then it goes on and on and fucking on, and no, <laughs> there's no conclusion to it either. Like, there's no like, oh, here's your money shot. Type yeah, fucking it thing. just ends. Yeah, like, it's just over. The dad fucking is Abel Ferrara. That's Abel yeah. Ferrara. Yeah. Okay, I see it now. What the? Fuck? <laughs> 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 yeah, he did fake to see Abel Ferrara. That's the man behind Miss Forty Five. Yeah, that's his dick, man. Soft cock. I'm watching. <laughs> Like everybody, that's the thing about these seventies porns, man. Because we'll get into it when we talk about memories with Miss Aggie. My boy Harry Reams, mm-hmm. I love Harry Reams. He's amazing. He's got a floppus in that movie, something fierce. So yeah, I felt so bad for him. I was like, man, no, not my boy. <laughs> Fuck. I mean, thank God for a Viagra. Yeah, and thank God for less cocaine. Less cocaine. <laughs> that's the big thing. 
So I, I guess the last thing about non lives. First of all, is there non sex scenes? Is that where the title comes from? I, is there non? I don't think there is. I, I skipped half of them. So yeah, <laughs> fair enough. And did anyone understand the ending? No. What ending? Yeah. Like what? What happened? I don't remember. Honestly, I I stopped writing notes because I was distracted. Like. <laughs> Same. That's what, the thing. What, what happened? Like, uh, without, I mean, spoiler alert if you care about the ending of Nine Lives with the Way Pussy, <laughs> which you shouldn't. <laughs> which, don't buy it. Yeah. Love you, Vinegar Syndrome, but this was not. <laughs> this ain't it. Basically, it's just like apparently Gypsy's magic does work and the camera pans out and Pauline's in her bed. Credits. Do you want to see the last couple of notes I've written? <laughs> sure. Okay. My last couple of notes are just end. 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 End already. End. How is there 20 minutes left? End, please. In the biggest fucking letters I could write. Fuck this fucking movie. It sucks. It's not oh very good. God. I ain't gonna lie. And, like, the lesbian scenes are just... Like, I've seen, like, more convincing scenes in, like, an Emmanuel film. Yeah. She's just dry rubbing. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh god, it's so fucking boring too, man. I, I keep saying that, and I know it's probably getting redundant at this point, but it just is. They're just <laughs> the the last fucking the, the lesbian sex scene goes on for like thirty minutes, and it's just a whole lot of nothing. So well, that's the whole thing about the movie. It feels like thirty minutes, Matt. The film is like an hour. Yeah, it's not even like it's it, the sex scenes aren't long. That's the worst. They just feel fucking dreadfully long because it's all it's like it's just missionary and like some muff eating. It's amazing. Bad muff eating. Bad. This movie felt like this movie felt like hours long to me. It did. It really did. Like when muff, it was over, I was like, oh, thank the Lord. Muff eating really evolved in the last few years. Surely sure. sex did too, to be honest with you, you know. Cause, cause like that's all my grandparents fuck. That's sad. It's <laughs> very sad. It's very sad. But yeah, oh god, nine lives with a wet pussy. Anybody else got anything they want to add to the conversation on that one? I can't, I can't believe Abel Ferrara did this. <laughs> I'm still like in awe. Hey, at least you know he went on to have a very successful career and made a lot of really good movies. Yeah, so he's got that going for him. Thank God. <laughs> Because this was like his one claim to fame, that would have been rough. I mean, oh I love God. him. I didn't need to see his soft penis. No, 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 no. No. His hair fucking gray pubes. He is not a handsome man at all either. Oh no. No, he's he's rough. <laughs> God bless him. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. He's not the, the he's not the porn actor I want to see. <laughs> No, that's one thing I was thinking of too. When I was watching, I was like, "Was these porn actors, or are these just like his friends who were willing to fuck on camera?" Probably. Not. I would say his friends, but there's a whole there's a production company behind it, and like he didn't write it; it's some other dude that we know of. He maybe done another alias. Oh lord, I mean, that's true, but I I don't recognize any of the names, and I'm somewhat well versed in 70s porn so hell yeah i don't like there's no name that really resonates so it was probably just that's how you started in the 70s i mean most directors that yeah would just and it kind of that, like you said in a previous episode the, the porn in 70s gave you uh an opportunity to 
let yourself go creatively abel ferraro was like nope not <laughs> he was like absolutely fucking not i mean it is it is true because like even like west craven like somewhere out there has a porno mm-hmm. yeah i mean silver through stallone started in a softcore fucking mm-hmm. so you know abel ferraro just wasn't that wasn't it chief no, 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 you're better off doing revenge movies. Yes. <laughs> so we uh, we would go back in time because I think we're done with it. Unless Matt wants to Fuck rant that some fucking more. movie. <laughs> Look, I love Abel Ferreira, and he's made some. He made one of my favorite movies of all time in Miss Forty Five, but that movie sucks. I have to be honest, guys. Uh, Driller Killer. <laughs> Not I a fan. Can't. No, not a. I think it's just I should watch an actual Blu-ray of it because I watched a shitty like public domain DVD. Yeah, and the transfer was so god awful. And most of the movies I, I saw first on that kind of resolution when I watched them on Blu-ray, I actually like. So I'll have to give it another shot. But like the DVD I have, I couldn't, I couldn't really stand it. But it's um. It's a movie I've always had mixed feelings on. I think there's some interesting shit in it, but it is, it's also kind of dull. <laughs> you know, it's kind of boring. Um, he didn't hit his stride to like Miss 45. Yeah, yeah. So, but I mean, you can, in Driller Killer, you can see the, the talent. It's, yeah, there, for right? sure. Probably just a budget issue with that yeah. movie. But, um, <laughs> winding back to the guy who made, uh, Deep Throat. Hmm. He did a movie in 1974 called Memories Within Miss Aggie. And the director's name is Gerard uh, Demonio. I'm sure I nailed that. Uh, I like a cock sucking. It is fun. <laughs> <laughs> so this one tells a story of Aggie and Richard, who are this like, I wouldn't say they're elderly, but they're, you know, probably middle age, a little older than middle aged. Um, couple who are in the snowed in cabin and basically the whole movie revolves around Aggie trying to remember how Richard and her met and each of the stories are different but they're also different actresses and actors playing the characters and it's the whole time is her trying to figure out the truth behind who she is what they're doing and all that and uh, I thought this movie was pretty fucking awesome actually yeah, yeah I did too I loved it I think it was um I think it would have been better if it not had been a porn. Mm. I think it was an interesting story in itself. And the porn kind of just ruins the flow for me. Mm -hmm. But overall, this was fucking great. It's a... Yeah, go ahead, Matt. Sorry. I thought I was going to say it's a great fucking movie, in my opinion. It might, like, you know... It might be my favorite uh, of the 70s roughies, pornos, whatever, that I've ever seen. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, it's shot so well, and, like, the acting is really solid. And, like, I absolutely love the soundtrack, too. Yeah. The music is beautiful and haunting. And the whole movie has, like, this, like, foreboding dread without even really knowing why. Like, even before you got a sense of, like, something isn't right, there's this atmosphere. Like, from the very first frame, there's this feeling in the movie that reminds me more of like a, a, a Euro like mystery movie than it does a porno. Yeah. This felt more in line of like, like you said, some old European, maybe, maybe some German seventies film really with it. Just it, the, the atmosphere. One of the notes I took was the soundtrack is amazing, but it 
like I said, if, since it's a porn, like the soundtrack doesn't really work with the porn. Aspect. That is true. Like, just, like even the yeah. porn scenes are kind of creepy because of the music. Yeah, like <laughs> you have the sense of dread while you're supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you're supposed to be jerking your meat, and you're just listening to this beautiful fucking music. That's uh, I don't. Know. It's just I think the porn really did. I could agree with that. Like, there is a movie beating it in fear. <laughs> you got a fear boner. <laughs> the best. Oh, the best guy. <laughs> like, there's a movie, uh, Jose La Raza's Symptoms. Yes. Y'all you, you know we've watched it. That's super similar to this too. That like it has like I said that more of that Italian like the the collab between Italian and Spanish filmmaking mm-hmm. that I really like that atmosphere. I don't know. It's it is weird that this is a porno because it's like the porn scenes in themselves are not overly erotic. Instead, mm-hmm. they feel very sleazy and creepy. <laughs> is that the yeah. good way to put it? Yeah, because the uh, character of Aggie in, is portrayed in this childlike manner. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Two, at least two of the scenes, except when she's an escort. But she, especially the second sex scene, I think the one with Ari Reams, it's very much like she, her mother told her to stay in her room. And she's this very childlike, almost very repressed. Well, the movie deals with sexual repression, but this like super repressed Catholic girl and you don't really feel comfortable, especially since it's the ass fucking scene. Yes. Yeah. My boy Harry Reem is going right for the brown town, man. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> going for the other hole. <laughs> and it just makes it so much fucking you feel dirty. It's a film you need to take a shower afterwards. Mm-hmm. It's definitely oh, absolutely. not it's not deep throat right deep throat is this slight comedy and then you have this fucking serious psychological drama about repression and religion yeah i don't know man like the only thing that i have against the sex scenes in particular are that they do feel a little long like i think maybe they were trimmed down a little bit more that would have helped the flow of the movie a bit better because they they do but i mean at the end of the day it is a porno Mm -hmm. so it's like if they trim down the sex then what's the point (laughs) So maybe as things aren't long though. They're no. not crazy long, no. No. Maybe are. as a porno, the movie's a failure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think. But that's what I like about 70s porno is that as some of them, like you're they fail as a porn, but as a movie, they're fucking good. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you think of like if someone remade memories with Miss Aggie and just made it like a horror movie, <laughs> that'd be interesting. Yeah, because yeah. the the end, the ending, and I won't spoil it, but I'll just say it kind of as the Suspiria trailer, the old American Suspiria. Yes. Kind of mm. And the ending is, I wasn't expecting it. it. Yeah, it's kind of genuinely like shocking, and it has like this, like almost like a bass drop kind of sound to it that I didn't feel like it was a thing in horror at the time. Like usually, it's like that swelling string jump scare, mm-hmm. where this is more like a boom. And the reveal, it's kind of like, whoa, fuck. Like, it takes you back a little bit. And I was pretty surprised by that. And there's also it one scene. It's kind of psycho-ish. It is kind of psycho-ish, for sure. And, like, there's this one scene of violence, without spoiling it, too, that's pretty startling as well and really well done. Oh, yeah. That, like, you don't see coming as well. That's really interesting. God, could you imagine beating your meat and that happens? <laughs> You're like, man, I've been waiting for this one chick to get it all movie. <laughs> oh! Oh! <laughs> when they were building up to the ending i 
thought there was another sex scene left with those two actors because not spoiling it but the two older actors do not have sex and i was kind of expecting it to go that way like they Mm -hmm. were kind of building up to maybe a sex scene with them but of course they don't and instead it turns to something else that you don't really expect yeah which is refreshing too because like you know it really like subverts your expectations you know it really like flips everything around it's like whoa shoot i didn't see that coming because of the way the movie works the way it plays out you're like okay now we're in this moment this is what's going to happen and then it switches it on you mm-hmm. um harry reams my boy about him? first of all handsome man that mustache. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Ridiculous. I see the head shake. No, 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 no. Wait, who? <laughs> well, I wouldn't classify him as handsome. I mean, I guess different times, but that mustache is giving me some creepy uncle vibes. That man's a bona fide glorious. stud. <laughs> it's the most glorious mustache I've ever fucking seen. It's huge. He must have been down bad in that movie, though. Yeah, on coke because fuck. Oh, he couldn't. <laughs> that was the worst scene of them all. I'm just sitting there watching my boy struggle. Like, man, come on, <laughs> you can do it, dude. You're just cheering him on. Like, yeah, let's go, boy. You can do it. Oh my fuck, he's a legend. It's Harry Reams, you know. Yeah, well, especially for like, I mean, ass fucking is already a very difficult task. If you're <laughs> half soft, it's it must be. Must be more more difficult. I don't know. Maybe he doesn't like the brown eye. Yeah. Maybe he's more of a fan of the pink. Like it's one of those like porn scenes where like you see them like they're like holding their pain so it don't fall out because it's like it's not gonna do it on its own. Oh. I was like, damn boy, Harry Reams. Oh, he's down. He's down for the oh count. My God. <laughs> I mean, other than that sex scene, I think the two other ones were pretty good. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, for sure. Like, but oh, you are right. Like, I don't think I even picked up on like the like like consciously picked up on it but subconsciously picked up on it about like her being portrayed kind of like childish well especially in the first one right where they just they just meet and the guy is like a lost vagabond and she she's obviously never been close with a man she even says it and then it turns to this like sex scene but she's the if she's losing her virginity is she but she's still like talking with this romanticized idea of like this man almost like a fairy tale of he just was in this suit which i noted kind of looks like the um mountie police yeah yeah that was strange i don't think he was wearing that when they were outside was he no yeah definitely not so like that has to be some kind of fantasy thing it gets brought it gets brought back into play later though. And that's another cool thing about the movie too, is like the repetitions and like the callbacks throughout the movie too. Like there's so much of it that you can like actually like miss out on moments, been like, oh wait a minute, you know, that kind of ties this into this. So it like leads the yeah. whole idea like what's real and what's fantasy, you know. I just remember the Airy Reem scene starts with her masturbating with like this baby. Dude, yeah, that is oh my God. bizarre. <laughs> that was that was why would you do that? Weird. <laughs> Why would you fucking do that? It was so fuck. I don't know. It fucked my brain up something fierce. I was like, why would you? Why? Why that? Of all objects. Because we, we had just had that first sex scene, which again was very like fairy-like, like very light and romantic. And then the second scene starts off with her shoving a 
doll in her pussy and it's, yeah it's <laughs> and devolves into anal so it's like yeah. it is a lot more violent and like yeah maybe like second, harder you know yeah, the second scene like peaks in debauchery mm-hmm. because even yeah. the last scene the last scene i think she just blows him yeah well she masturbates oh at like she's yeah. kind of growing crazy while she's doing that yeah but dude <sighs> The first the first sex scene honestly was for me was kind of fucking gross. I can't explain it. I don't know. I was just watching them. I was like, oh, something's. That's the one I jerked off. What are you talking about? <laughs> what, what? <laughs> hey yo! I think it's probably the music that again very very uh, like it's atmospheric like very I kind yeah. of expected paul nashy to pop up <laughs> yeah right like, <laughs> and also the yeah the, the very like you're not sure of her age right and it's the 70s i mean the character could be 16 mm. yeah the, there could well 16 is that's a stretch she could be 14 right so it's there's this because I, I it's just the the repression, the Catholic, the religion, it's, it's, uh, the, she talks about her mother, like in the two first scene, which is weird to bring up, uh, before sex. Yeah. And the guys uh, do not care. No, no, no. I mean, <laughs> would you? Ah, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> the interesting Fuck. one too, is like the Harry Reams one. The second one almost plays out like Rapunzel almost where she's like, she's locked me in this, like, barn thing like where is she like <laughs> it's a barn they don't lock that you can just open and fucking leave yeah jump there's snow her, you'll be all right her room is in there which is also off-putting like your mother yeah. like your room is in the, like the barn that's outside the house in the winter yeah you must maybe that's why her rooms couldn't get it up maybe it wasn't cooking but it was so cold yeah, because if they did film in the snow, which the scenery is fucking beautiful, it is. It looks oh, yeah. so good. Um, and another thing too is like she answers the door like nude, mm-hmm. like, yeah, vagina out, man. She was just done playing with the baby, yeah. <laughs> and Harry Reams is like, oh, you know, <laughs> just like yeah. playing it off. You're like, man, come on, <laughs> you know what's up? He's like, yeah, he's just like, oh, you know, uh, let me just let me just get up there. <laughs> yeah and every reams also has that like like good old boy kind of accent yeah 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 it's like well if your mama told you it might be because she's right <laughs> everyone has that accent in this and i can't pinpoint it yeah like where does this movie take place not reality i don't think no like yeah with the scenery i thought mid midwest but like the accents are like southern almost yeah and like there's so much in the movie too about like you know i'm not bad you know like and i think a lot of that is like the religious aspect of it too where it's like another thing that's off-putting right yes yeah because in porn right the porn is well porn towards male is this male fantasy right and in this male fantasy you want the girl to be like the i guess the one that that uh starts starts the the relation so that like little like it's not bad a little hesitation almost kind of makes you feel like there is she very is it really consent is she being pushed is she mm-hmm. just trying to make someone angry yeah it's just i don't know man like this movie like oh shit i know they're not my own desk over um <laughs> your own desk well you know what i mean our desk sorry <laughs> but like when the movie was over the first because this, this was my second viewing of it when the movie was over with i was like 
all right, I was kind of floored by this. Like, I was not expecting yeah. it to be this damn good because this was a complete blind, blind buy for me. I was at a convention. I saw the cover, saw it was a porn, saw it was a roughie. I was like, we'll probably do roughies down the road again. So let me just buy it. And then I watched it one day because it got recommended to me. And I was like, fuck, this movie's great. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to be honest, guys. I'm, I'm very glad this was good because uh, this is not on a vinegar syndrome site anymore. Ooh, and there was sucks. quite an expensive one so i'm glad it's i'm gonna be rewatching it, it good, <laughs> or else that could have been that could have been a criterion <laughs> that could have been a criterion box set almost <laughs> fuck is it is it not up on the side no more nope uh, that is disappointing yeah i'm pretty sure it's out of print which if you can find the slip cover the slip cover is beautiful too yeah i wish i got that i don't got the slip cover but yeah damn it it's it's really like it's just a good movie. Like, I, I would rate this as a movie more than even uh, like a uh, like, like I don't think you have to give it a caveat. Like, oh, it's good for a porno. It's just a good movie. Yeah, yeah. So it's like I don't know. There's some you know iffy acting, especially the third sex scene. Yeah. And the that's... yeah. <laughs> and this and nine lives of a wet pussy. There's a lot of cats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which again animals and porn always make me uncomfortable <laughs> yeah because you're like the, the the cat doesn't doesn't want to see you guys fucking <laughs> <laughs> the the scene too where she's like holding the cat outside i was getting a little nervous because like this is the 70s yeah yeah god yeah. knows what she's gonna do with that cat you know what i mean like i don't want to see any animal death today <laughs> but but it's american you're fine it's not yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> joe damato didn't get up in here it'll be all right <laughs> it'll be good <laughs> It, it'll be okay. It don't make a lot of money. <laughs> Joe, you're also, paying me a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> that fucking third segment, the fucking blowjob that dude gets. Oh, My yeah. God. There's <laughs> hey, a lot better in the first movie oh, we watched. Yeah. Dude, that guy was getting that fucking Glock Glock 9000. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know if, how much he paid for this, but it was worth it. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, and no condoms too that doesn't happen with real escorts no god no that's true yeah that's a bad idea right there especially in the 70s mm. so before we move on something i want to bring up without spoiling anything like how much of it do you all think like do you think this is fantasies do you think this is like mismembering things or do you think these could possibly be real experiences she's had i think it's all in her head Mm-hmm. maybe but like i don't know I, the part of me feels like maybe these are experiences she's had but like she's losing touch with reality yeah it's maybe yeah. experiences she had with other men mm-hmm. or one of them is right i don't think the third one is right just because she doesn't seem to like the story doesn't imp- a prostitute wouldn't make sense for the character they built up. I think the third one is maybe she watched like Little Whorehouse in the Prairie and mm. made that up. But the two others could possibly be them younger and then meeting again towards the end of the film when she meets uh, Richard outside the church. Yep. Like maybe one of them is right or maybe she's just making up or maybe Richard doesn't even exist. Maybe Richard is her father that died and she couldn't go on living without him. That's another thing too that's interesting because it's like because there's a whole moment where like when they first meet outside the church it's like they never met before, mm-hmm. but after a while they start talking as though they've known each other for years 
Yeah, and she says like you're looking familiar. She she's, but then again, through the idea through the entire film is that she there's a screw loose somewhere. She's misremembering mm. stuff. Yeah, I don't know, man. Solid, solid fucking movie. Really, really like this one a lot. I was pleasantly surprised because when I think Ruffies, I don't think of this. I think of like uh, water power and yeah, yeah, farmer's daughter, which (laughs) and hey, no incest, no incest in this one. Yeah, that was that was refreshing (laughs) for Ruffies. It wasn't Zebby Colder, that's the thing. No, no. Oh my god. Yeah, if we got him in there. He's a fucking madman. He's a a legend. He was a legend. <laughs> Dude, you know how many step bros and step sis and step dad, step mom you see? The man was a revolutionary. <laughs> he was he paved the way for modern porn. Exactly. Yeah. 50 years before. Six, uh, 50 years before you had Taboo, you had Zebedee Colt fucking his cousins, his sister, his mom. For real? <laughs> Doesn't, yeah, probably. That one was <laughs> Oh, he's just like when you like <laughs> you hear about Zimini Cole. He's just a, he sounds like a fucking crazy person. Well, I mean, to have what the career he did, you'd that? have to be right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> what what makes you believe that, Matt? <laughs> Dude, like I don't, I don't remember which one it was, but uh, Unbox Watching Review was talking about it, and it like he's in it. He's in all of them, I think. Oh, is he? Yeah, I think he's the dad and farmer's daughter, is he not? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The big fucking pubes. Oh, yeah. Ugly That's man. Fucking... Yeah. Oh, he's so fucking... I think but he's we... essentially... I'm oh, sorry. Sorry, I think we were too mean to Abel, Abel Ferreira. I think Zibidi <laughs> Colt man in porn. Uh, well, yeah. Uh, but fucking... Uh, he, he's like going full New, New York Ripper on in that movie. Yeah, yeah. It's like what the fuck, man. I mean, like that was the seventies, bro. I I know it was like Wild West. I don't know if you guys have the box set, but the Vinegar Syndrome All Night at the Porno Show is an amazing box set. I have one of them. I have the I horror have, one. Yeah, I have the second one, the, the horror one. It's with the Beast, with it, which is a Yeti porn. Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's a lot of Zebedee Colts film in there. I think one of them. That get ready watch man and review oh no <laughs> uh the be uh the beast is it the beast i think it's the beast yeah it's a classic man i watched it because i didn't i bought it not knowing it was porn <laughs> <laughs> i put it in i was like this is something <laughs> i remember i i watched i watched a bunch of these when i was uh right out of college i had this little party at my house and i just threw them in the background we were playing pool and then we just stopped to see to watch yeti fuck a woman <laughs> Like a man in full Yeti uniform going at it with a soft dick. Yeah. And by the way, because it was the 70s, the dick color didn't match the color of the Yeti. <laughs> That's, yeah. I don't know if it's color correcting or what, but genitals back in the day looked different. No, because a white man was doing it and the Yeti was brown, which didn't make sense. Like, why is your cock so white? <laughs> Dude, I swear to God, if we do a fucking Zebedee Cole episode, I may drop kick you. <laughs> <laughs> so, for our last movie, we fast forward to 2018. The Ruffy genre is alive and well. I, uh, 
also got 2017 as it's well a, as 2018. Yeah, it's, it's 2017. Well, excuse the shit out of me. That <laughs> <laughs> right box lied to me again. <laughs> God damn shit on. <laughs> Uh, directed by C. Houston and Joe Rubin, which you may know Joe Rubin as one of the founders of Vinegar Syndrome. Hey. Uh, this is Portraits of Andrea Palmer. Movie's fucking sad. <laughs> Not my proudest <laughs> jerk. <laughs> which scene? Oh, fuck. Which I'll, scene? I'll decide how fucking insane you are depending on the scene. <laughs> it was the park scene. Oh. <laughs> Not the dude that ever walking through the park, bro. It was the only hopeful moment in the movie, so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, That's where you beat your dick. <laughs> a glimmer of hope. Yeah. Man. So this movie tells the story of Andrea Palmer, who is a cam girl who one day has a breakdown while uh, performing. A hell of a breakdown. Oh, my God. And she gets a random message from a guy in her chat room. Uh, who's like answer your phone and she does and it's an opportunity to go to California to become a model however when she gets there so, KO Supreme she gets stood up by the guy so from but. there she begins <laughs> to do one devious sex act after another to try to make ends meet until she gets tied up with a cocaine dealer and terrible things happen yep that's uh, putting it lightly yeah <laughs> I think Matt nailed the uh, the the nail on the head with this one. It's this movie's very depressing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't watch this if you're uh, feeling down. It's not a it's not a it's not a upper. upper. No. <laughs> Last God, episode, no. Matt, you described the All Night Long trilogy as a nihilistic pornography. This literally is. <laughs> this is nihilistic pornography. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen anything like like as nihilistic and. In the pornographic sense is this, except for maybe, like, uh, intrusion. Yeah. Um, one of the things about the movie that, like, right off the bat that I find interesting is it mixes in kind of, like, surrealism right off the bat because, like, you know, I've seen people online who kind of, like, shit on the movie a little bit, kind of talking about the scene with the chat room being like, why would you ever believe that guy? And it's like, what you should be asking is how'd that guy got her number? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he dogs her ass. Yeah, right. And she's even unsure, and she answers, and then it's never talked about again. Yeah, it's like you know. I think a lot of people pick up like in movies like this is like, oh, you're watching somebody kind of slowly break down over time. I think she's like broke down from frame one of the movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. She's already a very broken person. So if she doesn't start like happily giggly like we get her morning routine which is wake up smoke weed sniff coke get dressed shove a butt plug in her ass like that's that's not a that's not how, how i wake up personally <laughs> wait 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 <laughs> part of that is for me yeah. <laughs> john, has you, little, you john has his little butt plug with a tail there yeah, that's how i go to all my cons we talking about <laughs> oh my god i do the narco the- run through the halls <laughs> his little persona <laughs> the butt plug, butt plug pops out and he just fucking farts everywhere <laughs> Oh damn it! I got a fidget spinner one. 
<laughs> dude, I saw that for real online one time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dude. It blew Bro. my mind. I wasn't ready. By the way, oh, I know you guys have a cat. Fidget spinners, great cat toys. Really? Shit. Yeah, they love that shit. She just spins it around. She'll have to try that. Our cat don't like nothing. Uh, yeah, our cat will play some- <laughs> Yeah, she'll play with the damn string on my damn uh, con- a cord to my controller, <laughs> but she won't fucking play with anything else. And then if she does, it's like for five seconds. Yeah, buy her a fidget spinner. They're really cheap right now. They don't want them anymore. <laughs> Take these fucking fidget spinners off our hands. <laughs> I can't imagine the guy that bought like a million thinking I'm gonna be a million a billionaire by the end. I'm rolling deep. <laughs> 2018 like rolls in and he has to sell them for like five cents. <laughs> he had one on each finger, crusted in gold. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> like, I am a god. <laughs> Two years later, fuck. <laughs> I remortgaged my house for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways. <laughs> Yeah, so like you know, the movie starts with her like you know, like you said, like doing drugs and fucking camming, which you know, camming's not necessarily that's not like a bad no. thing, but clearly she's got she issues. Liking it. Yeah, she's not into it. No. And like her breakdown is simultaneously disturbing, but kind of funny to me too, because I got a broken sense of humor. Yeah. When she just starts deep throating the Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, man, I don't want to laugh at this, but I'm gonna I'm gonna laugh at it. Yeah. But it's a, yeah, it's gonna become a meme between me and yeah, It's just like, oh, is this what you want? <laughs> I'm sad. <laughs> but it's yeah, like that, that was off-putting uh, a bit. <laughs> but like, you can tell, like from especially with later scenes, how broken she is. Like her kid's been taken away from. Oh her. yeah. Like she's been on, she's not sober. She's been no. fucked up on shit. She's so been it's over, fucked over. Yeah, the whole fucking yeah. movie. So you remember the Lemony Snicket series of misfortunate events? <laughs> yeah, well, this is this movie, man. <laughs> this is a series of unfortunate events Those that leads to a really horribly good. sad, depressing ending that <laughs> fucking leaves you just broken and empty. <laughs> Yeah, and all the characters are either pieces of shit or better pieces of shit. <laughs> yeah, like there's no fucking redeem, and that's well, that's obviously a throwback to Ruffies, right? In seventies, like there's no redeemable characters. You're even like Andrea. You're like at some point, you're just thinking, why are you keeping? Like, why are you still doing these drugs and everything? Mm. Like, just. Like, you've ruined your life. You know you've ruined your life. Just try to do something just a bit to better yourself. And then we get a glimmer of hope, and then that gets uh, destroyed. It's really like it's a roller coaster because you're like, you're you're at the very top and it's like oh man you know she she's you know gonna get on the right track and she heads back to her apartment and then woo, and it just goes down to fucking shit i don't know if it's as much of a roller coaster it is rolling your ankle off the side of a cliff <laughs> that's true because you're going down but it ain't enjoyable 
Yeah. <laughs> There's no Fair fun enough. to be had here, man. Like, however, a great movie. I, I don't want to make that sound like oh, I'm oh, like, yeah. a movie, it's but like, amazing. it is not a fun movie at all to watch. No, as like, far watched, as like, I watched it for my YouTube channel. I was sent the link by the director, and afterwards, I was shot my ass. Like, this is amazing. Like, it's probably one of the best movies. It's the best movie I had to watch for my channel in the past year. And I wasn't even expecting it because I didn't know what it was when I was sent the link. I knew like Massacre was putting it out. I've heard about it. I didn't know it was a porn. So, you know, first, one of the first shot we get is like full pussy shot. I yeah. Expecting <laughs> that. And then, well, yeah. And then it just goes on and it's, I wouldn't classify this really as a porn, but then again, is there yeah. a, a, a difference? I think it's just a film with real unsimulated sex yeah i agree with yeah. that <laughs> yeah i mean like we call it a roughie just for the episode's sake basically because it's really not you know it's not a porno for say it's more like you said like a film with uh sex in it a lot of sex a lot of very explicit nasty sex at times too that goes pretty far yeah, further yeah. than i was expecting at times <laughs> oh the uh well it's not a spoiler but the bondage scene yes oh my milk God. enema yeah Jesus Christ. <laughs> And part of me can't help but watch it. Be like, this is the guy who makes vinegar syndrome. Yeah, he's standing there. He's also, he also shot the film too, which it's shot amazingly in sixteen millimeter. Yeah. It yeah. looks great. But I can't help but think about him like standing behind the camera as she's like shitting out this milk, being like, "When are we gonna put out that Tammy and the T Rex Blu-ray set?" <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> I mean, I can see it because vinegar syndrome started off as a porn seven porn, yeah, porn distributor. Yeah. So I mean, it makes total fucking sense in my book they just recently gotten the budget to you know have those types of movies yeah but they started off with like their drive-in or triple x series so but again it's i can't imagine the guy shooting milk out of her <laughs> and he's like yeah that's the shot oh uh, yeah and the zooms oh i geeked out about it i love fucking zooms Mm-hmm. I agree, one hundred percent. We need like, more zooms in movies, real zooms, not those fucking little lens. Some real mechanical, tasty zooms. I love zooms, and like I took a film theory class at one point in college, and our our teacher was like, "No zooms, because your eye can't zoom. You can get closer." I'm like, no, fuck that. Zoom in. It looks great. Like yeah. so much can be done with a zoom. Unless you're the director of fucking Killjoy. <laughs> That's true. Then you can't zoom in. You don't know all. how to zoom. <laughs> that's the different. That's a different thing. You missed the motherfucker, <laughs> and that was the take. <laughs> fucking terrible movie, but that's that, that's for a different fucking. That'll day, never be for a different day. Don't you even say that. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I, I we watched the first Killjoy movie, and I fucking took that box and sold it. <laughs> Fuck that shit. It was it's totally terrible. like a Walmart box set, right? Oh, yeah. Because like, I see it all the time, and I'm oh, like, yeah, I'm not yeah. buying this piece of shit, you fucking... Don't. Don't. Um, what do y'all think about the acting in the movie? Because I've seen people, like, criticizing the line, but I thought everybody did a pretty dang good job. I don't think the acting is the problem. I think the dubbing is. Yeah. Mm. Uh, especially when with the guy in, like, the van and the gas station, where when you're shooting in public, it's hard to get some good sound, so I understand. But, like, the dubbing is off. Sometimes they talk and their mouths aren't even moving. So that was the biggest problem. But overall, the acting was... It was it was okay. It's mm. uh, Yeah. I mean, you're still de dealing with adult actors who 
aren't usually uh, acting like with actual roles, right? Right. The scene in the film that I think bothered me the most because like I couldn't help but like not that like it's not even the most violent or anything. It's just like it's almost relatable in a way, like not in the situation, but I think everybody's been screwed over by somebody at one point in time is the scene where she goes to the, the, the shoot, the porno shoot. And like everything that plays out with that, like it's one of the most infuriating scenes in the movie to me. Cause it's just yeah. like, I just want to hit that guy in the head. Like the so hard. The producer is such a fucking cunt. Mm. <laughs> I kicked that motherfucker's ass. Uh, he's, yeah, I try to at least. <laughs> Oh, you could. He's a uh, he's a bit older. You could, he reminded sure. me of one of my biology teachers in college. He looked just like him. I was like, "Damn, man, I want to yeah, hit that that's... guy too." But Dude, I don't know why I just thought about this, but I did, there was a teacher I had in school. Uh, he was a science teacher, very cool dude. He he was in he was uh, he was wheelchair bound, right? And I swear to God. This dude I knew would just like he would wheel him around, and he would just like fucking like pull him back and just be an asshole. And like, it, like it was all in, like it was, like they all just goofed around with each other, but it was like what the fuck? AKA Matt tortured the handicap. <laughs> I wasn't me. <laughs> that wasn't me. Damn it! I would not do that. <laughs> wow. Uh. But yeah, like I should, maybe I should have told that story on air. <laughs> no, no, well, it's fine. We we have all torture handicapped people. That wasn't me. <laughs> it's okay, Matt. I like, it was rough for it. everybody. <laughs> but the verbiage the director uses and stuff like that is what's the most infuriating. Because like technically, he's not lying. He never said the certain things, you know. But mm. it's just he's such a squirrely piece of shit. Yeah, he's that like you just want the worst for him, and, and you know. Unfortunately, he ain't the one that gets the worst of it. Yeah, and his fucking voice. Just hearing his voice makes me angry from the beginning when she enters. He's like, oh, it's just, you know, we, the set is over there. And then the two other actors who just don't pay any fucking attention. <laughs> oh, my God. And like he's like set dressed in the scene and stuff. Like, that's one of my favorite parts of the movie, too. And like, he's fixing the blanket. Oh my god, like this is real. Like th- this is based on somebody. Uh, you know, like I don't know who it is, but this is based on somebody. It's oh god. Yeah, that's that scene made me so fucking mad. But the last scene's pretty fucking rough. Yeah, without spoiling anything, the ending is brutal. And a really good uh, effect shot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's uh, yeah, it's a throwback to a film that I don't know if you guys covered. Uh, women's flesh, my red guts. We haven't yet. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Not yet. Um, it's it's very much inspired by that. It's uh this the film is like a a mix of seventies roughy and uh, Japanese. Um, yeah, I picked up on a lot of that this time watching it. Um, the toothbrush. The toothbrush. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, Which that's I mean, women's flesh, right? I I yeah. remember if that was women's flesh or lay in the sea of blood. Yeah, no, that's a woman's flesh. And- woman's flesh. Okay. Um, there's a lot of, and it's. I don't want to spoil anything, but with what happens, there's a ton of symbolism with a specific scar on mm-hmm. a person's body. With how that plays, yeah. out. I don't know if y'all know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know what you're talking about that. Yeah, which I thought was really interesting too, because of what the whole catalyst of what you know what's happening in the film and what this person is yeah. trying to accomplish in her life, you know, kind of thing mm-hmm. that I thought was very interesting. Um, made it even more powerful for me personally, 
Because I was like, because they really like emphasize that mark a lot. I don't know if y'all picked up on that. I, I did, yeah. I yeah. didn't even realize there was a scar. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely a, uh, without spoiling anything, a C-section okay. scar. Oh, kick. Yeah. So, yeah. Because yeah, uh, today I rewatched it before the show because it's fucking great. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to get my Blu-ray massacre. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And... Hell will freeze over first. <laughs> yeah, March 15th, my fucking ass. <laughs> Love you, Master. Come on, boys. You got to get, you get your game up. <laughs> you got a team now, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. If they tease Men Behind the Sun one more time, I'm going to get uh, mad. <laughs> stop posting about Paranoid Garden. We get it. The movie yes. isn't good. <laughs> no. The movie sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember was what I was trying to say. Oh fuck! <laughs> Over. Uh, you yeah. said, Sorry, okay, go, go ahead. Go. No, no, I forgot. No, I, I was. Uh, you were saying that uh, you're rewatching it today. Yeah, and there's just a lot of things you you picked up on the second viewing, or even I think this movie is great. It should be watched by more people. The uh, porn aspect will make it um, not get the uh the reach it should have yeah sadly. yeah agree uh this was randomly like before like right when we first ended the podcast back in whenever we did that i got an email 20, well that, i remember it was like 2019 18 19 something like that i got an email someone's like hey i really like charles ruffy's episode there's a new one called portraits of andrew palmer you should check out and i googled it and uh bought it and watched it then because i you know I still was into the genre even though we weren't recording so that's how i discovered the movie and like yeah it, it definitely deserves its uh its flowers for lack of a better term which you know when the massacre video release does come out you need to go pick it up and uh and watch it because it, it definitely deserves it and also uh joe rubin uh the man behind vinegar syndrome who shot this movie also uh, was a cinematographer of another film massacre put out called nurse Jill. That's very good as well. That I'd highly recommend. Yeah. One. Yeah. I wanted to get that. You reminded me. So I'll <laughs> I really like that one too. Honestly, the it's, it, I, I know why not more films, especially independent are shot on film. It's fucking expensive. It's yeah. a pain in the ass. Just developing my 35 millimeter uh, photos is like three bucks a frame. So it's expensive. Mm. It's a lot of work, but it makes it so fucking worth it. Like the grain texture on the skin. I'm, I'm, I geek out a lot of uh, mm. about cinematography, but just the grain structure, the, the grittiness, the realism almost yep. that it gives, which is weird to say that film gives you a better realistic uh, realistic perspective than video but honestly with the texture and the skin and the image it does look more like reality yep and it's just something you never you don't really see anymore on video the only one who does it like well on video that it feels like film is sam hell sam hell yeah like is um is um let's stop at the morgue felt like it was shot on 16 millimeter even though it wasn't mm-hmm. but other than that like i would just wish more people in the independent scene would shoot on film but people in hollywood aren't even shooting on film anymore so yeah they bother 
Yeah, I agree 100% because, like, you know, this movie in particular, it looks amazing. Like, it's shot so well. Like, and, like, it when you shoot a city like the greedy side of California on film, it adds so much more to it, too. You know, it, it does, yeah. California's kind of underutilized. Like, you know, New York is always, like, the go-to, like, oh, you want a sleazy city backdrop. But Cal- California, man, has got some pretty cool-looking shit in it, too. I mean, look at the uh, Vice Squad. Mm-hmm. Which... Savage streets. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Especially if you go to the shittiest parts of Los Angeles, which shouldn't be hard to find. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it really just makes it like it. The movie feels fucking dirty. It feels like yep. something you would find on Forty Second Street at three a.m. while a hobo pukes on you. <laughs> hobo pukes on you (laughs) while still managing to be very artistic and like you know deep and meaningful as well which is pretty impressive balance of stuff actually (laughs) yeah yeah anything else on porch's vanger palmer before we wrap that one up i don't know i just think uh, everyone should fucking that listens to your show should watch that one it's i agree probably one of the the best uh recent films that i've seen it's it's a very good movie um i i just wish that release would uh you know <laughs> come out so people can get it the thing is about massacre i've been following massacre since the beginning of massacre since the 555 dvd this is just massacre it'll eventually yeah. will find a lot of day but it's just you know it just takes forever and it's, it is frustrating and it's one of the reasons i stopped collecting massacre video for a long time because it was just like they kept announcing stuff and it wouldn't see the lot of day and it just got to the point where i was just like kind of done with it but Ultimately, it will eventually get its due. It just, who knows when. <laughs> yeah. I like them because uh, they sell their shit in Canada. So that's, they, they used to. They used to. <laughs> like Anthropophagus 2000, that era of massacre, they still release their stuff in Canada. So that was fun while it lasted. But uh, that's why I really like them. And uh, I just wanted the fun fact, number two, the man who plays the Coke dealer, that uh, forces her at knife point also plays a shaggy in the uh, Scooby-Doo porn parody. <laughs> so Hell yeah. Something, uh, that was, I, I, I had troubles taking his character seriously because I just thought of him in the Scooby-Doo porn parody. Oh, oh zoink, Scooby! <laughs> hey, he said that while fucking a woman. And that's just... <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. That's awesome. Oh my god. Yeah, like, I do watch a lot of porn, guys. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this episode in particular, like, minus Nine Lives with the Wet Pussy. Um, Fuck that movie. Really shows, like, that the genre of, like, roughies or porno or whatever you want to call it can be more than what you expect it to be. You know, I feel like in the past we've definitely kind of, like, t- uh, I don't know played more into like the typical stuff stuff like even though i really like forced injury but like forced injury water power stuff like that but these films are definitely more artistic and like you know work as film and you know i don't know it just seems interesting that like you can still discover stuff in a genre that seems completely played out but you can still find these movies that are like you know true gems of the genre which is Mm -hmm. funny right because supposedly these are pornography and the ones we the ones we gave the biggest compliments to were the ones that weren't really sexually uh, enticing, I guess. Mm. For Which sure. I think is an interesting take because 
like the, the nine lives of a wet pussy which was the more porn one was <laughs> the worst yeah. <laughs> Jesus, i'll fuck. say it i'll say it again fuck that movie <laughs> Now, anytime I watch Miss 45, I'm just going to ta- think of Abel Ferrara's hairy balls and soft cock. <laughs> That's unfortunate. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. I guess that's going to wrap this episode up. Spooky, oh. do some plugging. Uh, oh. Oh, no. Okay, he's back. There you're back. That was my <laughs> on my end. <laughs> uh, so, Spooky Saloid on YouTube. I review things uh, weekly. And uh, this week, my review was, uh, because I filmed them in advance, uh, Lolita Vibrator Torture. So, oh. I have not posted it yet. But uh, when you guys listen to this, it's been posted. And, uh, yeah. It's an interesting video. So go check out my YouTube. You can follow me on Instagram. It's spooky underscore celluloid, but with zeros because marketing isn't my thing. And I have a Twitter, which I know nobody uses, but it's the only place I can say and post obscene material. So go check that one out too. Thank you as Hell always, yeah. Spooky, for coming on. We're gonna, one day we're going to have you on, and it's not going to be porno, I promise. I don't mind. <laughs> I want to give you some like D'Amato or, or you know, Franco or something like that, you know, something a little more. Yeah, I'm going to be talking about a lot of Franco coming up. So if you're Hell interested, yeah. uh, keep an eye on the channel. And uh, yeah, other than that, uh, thank you guys again for having me. I love the show. I love listening to you guys. The only part I don't like about being on the show is I don't want, I won't listen to it because I hate my fucking voice. But <laughs> that's why we don't listen back to it. That. So yeah, yeah. I hate my voice too. So <laughs> I edit it and it goes out in the world and that's the last to ever hear of it. <laughs> Luckily for us fans, you guys posted like fucking four episodes last month. So yep. That was a bit much. Won't lie. We're not going to do that again. Yeah. <laughs> That was that was difficult. Yeah, yeah, I can believe. Like on my end, it's not too bad, right? A video a week, but it's one movie, and mm. usually they're not long. Matt, what the hell are we doing next? Do you even know? No, Ruffy's four. Ah, oh, shit! Yeah. <laughs> oh, let's go. I'm Definitely terrified it's going to be something I two. don't want to do. <laughs> Oh god, what is next? Worst movies ever, part two? No. There's you one in particular. It's a, it's a certain box set that I don't want to do right now. I don't think that's until it's like, not next. Later. Okay, good. No. As long as it's not that, we're all right. As, as listeners, I know you guys it's bad, but the worse the movies are, the often more entertaining it is for us. It's the truth. <laughs> yeah, because it's funner to rant on than it is to like so which I'm is a shame because I'd rather pray stuff, but yeah. I'm just saying, you guys got to take one for the listeners. So, worst oh, movies ever, part two, next week, next episode. Oh, no. Let's get it. <laughs> oh, no. But we, uh, as always, we appreciate everybody tuning in. We have a great listener base, and, you know, the extreme community is a fun community to be a part of. We shout out everybody, as always, you know, Spooky, Cinema's Underbelly, Quality Violence Cinema, uh, Dead Vision Productions, go buy Uncle Sleezo's Toxic and Terrifying TV Hour. It is out. Lucky Serrati is awesome. He's ordered my copy today. Yes. I wish I could order. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, sir. <laughs> oh, God, I got choked. <laughs> 
maybe like, maybe next time I'm in the states, like he's already. <laughs> if you, I don't know. Does he distribute through like? Probably not stores, regular stores. I don't. Uh, there, there is a store that he does sell his stuff in. Okay, is it the Archivist in Bridgeport? Uh, I don't know about that, but okay, because it's the closest one. <laughs> <laughs> so, for everybody listening, we thank you. I am John. I am Matt. I am Spooky Celluloid. Did I do? Did I do it already? You do good. <laughs> You did good. (laughs) And you've been listening to the podcast dedicated to the dark side of film, Sick on Cinema. 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 is a superior product. Fuck butter. (laughs) Bullshit. (laughs) Bullshit artist. (laughs) Bullshit artist. I have a driver's license and a passport. You sure you want to say that? (laughs)